Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. What's up, people? How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and John. Hey, buddy. Oh, my God. How you yeah. doing? You're doing good, hey. yeah? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you never, you, as much as you say that, you've never gone poly Shore with it. <clears throat> and I'm secretly thankful. Now you put the idea in my head. <laughs> it's Weasel. Yeah. Remember Polly Shore? What if oh, he yeah. what if he listens to this fine podcast? What, what's your all time favorite Polly Shore film? Uh zzz, Don't Be Mean. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. The reason we're not saying anything is because nobody can think of a No, I, no I, mine, I got mine. Got, I mine's son in law. Yeah. It's gotta be. Mine's uh Though Benny and June's really good too. Or you, actually I thought it was Johnny Depp and Benny and Jane. Isn't who, he in that though? Who was in Encino? I thought he was in that. Who was in Encino Man? Oh yeah, Encino Man. That's Polly Shore's. Yeah. Uh, I think that's his first gig. I like that one. My favorite, actually, <laughs> though, if I'm being honest, was just him on Spring Break on MTV back yeah, in the day. He was good. That's really where I thought it was his best. He'd be like, "Hey, do you, buddy. Do you remember that time?" Then there was a Goofy movie. He had a bit part in a Goofy movie. A bit part. It's the Leaning Power. Pow- Tower? Do you mean goofy as Jesus, in like... Jesus. Just, just like... Uh, I can't talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably fine. I mean, we're only doing this, you know, yeah. we have to it's talk. It's only my reputation yeah. that I've Oof. squandered many times Oof. on this show. It's probably... Yeah. I'm it's, an embarrassment to all of you. It's probably... You are. Hey, but that crease, just to update the audience, is still rocking. It's not going It held away. through dinner. <laughs> it <laughs> held through dinner, a work day, a morning commute. It held through everything. Yeah. I could go for some jerk chicken right now. Are you serious? Oh, because of Kai. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, uh, you're Jamaican me want some, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out that way tomorrow. Ooh, I can yeah. get jerk chicken. Where? PSA. Yeah? Yeah, there's that Jamaican place over there. Jamaican me happy when you talk like that. <laughs> Jamaican me happy. Um, hey, well, happy Wednesday, July 18th, people. Is there something special about uh, that day? Just, you know, bringing the people, you know. <clears throat> this that's what today is in their ears the uh as they say the worst day in sports every why, year why is that chris because it is the day after the all-star break and the, and, and the, therefore baseball is not restarted <clears throat> and there's literally nothing wimbledon else is done in. the world yes, cup is done. done uh congrats to france i've Football updated hasn't started. I've updated everybody every week some of you care some of you don't france won john Four. i watched a lot of wimbledon Wimbledon? Yes, Wimbledon. Uh, <laughs> I watched Wimbledon. I literally, I literally started my workday Friday and turned on about 10 a.m., turned yeah. on the match, that semifinal, you know, started watching, went to lunch with you, came back, continued watching, and when I was wrapping up my workday oh. was when <laughs> Kevin Anderson was wrapping up his workday. Kevin well, Anderson beat Roger Federer. No, no, no. This was... This was the semifinal you watched? Yeah, this okay. was the one that... that was. But he still—that was my Wednesday. He still technically day. beat Roger Federer. He did. Well, I watched I'm, that Wednesday. I'm happy for France. Yeah. Um, they've proven to the world that they're better at more than just hosting their own invasions. They did uh, invent democracy. Viva la France! No, they did not. <laughs> uh, I just like to say that they invented French toast. <laughs> they've been uh, baguettes, the republic, uh, uh, generals, croissant sandwiches. French fries. Um, <laughs> Did we do this bit before? I feel probably. like we, I feel like we've done this bit before. Pretty much everything that John holds close, they invented it. I believe it. Viva la France! <laughs> Viva la France! Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> French. Canadian. Metroid Prime. What? 
Link? I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> you didn't know Miyamoto grew up in Japan or uh, in France? Yeah. Japan, France. <laughs> Old Japan-France. It's a little small town in France called Japan. Um, I watched a bunch of movies this week. Oh, yeah? What'd you I watch? did that. I finally got around to It. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. Did, did you... Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, like, thanks, John. I, I love, I love Spielberg or Spielberg, uh, Stephen King books a lot more than I usually end up liking the movies. Mm-hmm. But it's on par with me to the miniseries is the best way I could say it. On par, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, solid. Yeah. I mean, had like, you um, had you had you come to Jersey Mike's with us, this happened. Yeah. And and our friend of the show Jeff gave him a look and went, huh. "Well, Jeff is like, this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Have every pop, so you know." He does have a lot of it pops. I'm not going to invite to go drinking for like the next yeah, three months. You've now. ruined it. Yeah, he hates me right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, for the most part, s- solid. Yeah, I think Wait, like the I only one I have left. You're going to Jersey Mike's now. I did go to Jersey Mike's. What's happening? I don't know. I just went. Go ahead. You were saying about uh, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I liked it, dude. Um, no, no, no. He chose to go to Dinglewood that one time. He initiated it, and now he's going to Jersey Mike's. I don't have. I've always said I don't have a problem with Dinglewood. I just yeah, but don't you like don't the like dog. Jersey Mike's. You've always maintained you don't like. And but how anybody, I went for the sake of going. But how can anybody can eat Jersey Mike's? Sorry, how anybody can <laughs> eat Jimmy John's mm-hmm. over Jersey Mike's? I like their bread I more. Just who's. I mean, it's a preference thing. You like That's Jimmy all. John's bread more? Your face is yeah. a preference thing. I like. I think you get more meat at Jersey Mike's. <laughs> yeah, also, is do. my kid dropping a deuce in your bathroom? Uh, maybe he is. Does he know there's no soap in there? It's eat. Not well. Oh, there's body <laughs> lotion. You <can> use that. <laughs> what? 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 Wash. Hey, Dad, Dad. <laughs> get out. And Come go. back. So, um, yeah. But I watched that, and that was of of the two main things I watched this week. That was the like easy one because yeah. you know for one it didn't go to like the depths of of the novel you know what i'm talking about like where they're like explaining how it's from an alternate you know all that kind of oh, stuff. i thought you were going somewhere else yeah uh no uh yeah that part too and i knew uh, we all knew that wasn't getting put in there right we all knew i if they had the guts to do it i, I would probably stand up and clap but i'm like there's no way <laughs> no, you could do it no, no i would way. not clap but to be fair they kind of got the point Right in that yeah. last little scene with them, they, they yeah. kind of hinted yeah. towards it. And, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I watched though was "Sorry to Bother You," and no idea what that is. Okay, uh, so it is a movie. It's amazing. Oh, I don't know what yeah. that is. It is a movie by a former, actually a former hip hop artist, uh, Bootsy Collins. Good old Bootsy. Um, the best way I can describe is if you used to watch the old. Michelle Gondry and like Charlie Kaufman movies, like Adaptation, uh, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind, being John Malkovich. It's like that, but with a more, uh, I guess black America setting is the best way to describe it. And it is, it's a satire and it is messed up and it goes to a place I was not expecting at all. Like mm-hmm. I, I could tell you this right now, what you have, if you've watched the trailers of that movie, you think you know what this is going to be. And, you know, for part of it, you will be right. Like, you know, as far as you can gather, probably some of the things they're going to talk about. But where it ends up going, I can guarantee you no one without looking it up will ever know. Yeah. You will not see it coming because it is just really messed up. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, if you like 
Pat Oswalt, if you like David Cross, if you like, uh, if you guys love Watch Atlanta, it stars the main guy, um, or not the main, not Don Glover, but like the guy who plays Darius on there, um, who, if you've watched the show, you'll know who that is. And he's, he's breaking out. He's, he's the next big thing. And Tessa Thompson, if you watch Thor or, uh, Creed, you'll probably know who she is. But it's really creative, and uh, I highly recommend it. Highly cool. recommend it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm boring because, like I said, I just really watched the conclusion of the World Cup uh, and pretty much just played video games Well, since the last time we spoke. Yeah. Kitchen now. He's wa- washing his hands. Yeah. In my sink. I instructed him to use some dish soap. Oh. You could um, use some body wash. Um, that's not. That's not. I mean, so I mean, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Sorry. Should no, I? No. Stop say, him? Should say, I stop Chris. Him? Say, Chris. Who uses body wash to wash their hands after dropping a deuce? <laughs> and Chris is going to go. I do. And then we're going to go, ladies and gentlemen. The only person in the world that uses body wash on their hands after dropping a deuce. Have you ever washed your? That's hands? what you say. Have you ever washed your hands with a loofah? No. It's liberating. No, I use my Lufra for everything else. That's not true. Do you replace? I've never done that. Do you, do you replace your Lufra? Oh, Luf- yeah. I actually just your did Your dog that. is assaulting my kid. Yeah, we don't need this. We do. This is distracting. This is too much. So, uh, <laughs> a, 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 an age-old debate was settled this week. Yeah. Oh. And it's probably going to make a majority of fans of this film upset. Okay. Bruce Willis came out and said that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh, I don't mean, care what it doesn't mean yeah. anything. I don't care what he the thinks. People have spoken. <laughs> All he did was star in it. Yeah. Bruce Willis also like phoned it in during a Kevin Smith movie that he asked him to direct. So as far as where First of Bruce all, Willis is, I don't did you just say that Bruce Willis phoned in Die Hard? I didn't say that. We're yeah. gonna get hate mail. I didn't say that. He literally did not say Chris that. Chris said that. I, I literally said, said all he did was star in it. And yeah, I didn't you even literally say that. saying that all Bruce Willis did was star in a movie? Yes. That was kind of a, a jokey kind of statement to make. You know, like he has no right to tell us what is and what isn't a Christmas That's movie. That's like saying that all Hugh Jackman did was play Wolverine. He did. <laughs> if, not, you go, if you go to the early ones, I mean, like, those are Brian Singer's movies, right? See, John. For Brian better words. Singer is the usual suspects. Just like, that's like saying that's like saying, are you saying, are you saying that Tobey Maguire just played Spider-Man? I'm like, Pretty yes, much. yes. When Sam Raimi was there, yes, he probably told him to shut up and play Spider Man. And, so and then he went dark. Send your hate mail, please. Is but there. A- I don't care what Bruce Willis says. <laughs> I really have no respect for Bruce Willis. Oh. What? What just, just happened? happened? I hate Bruce Willis. Why? Because of reasons? I'm yeah, because not- of what the way. What, after listening to the story of him and Kevin Smith, I'm not a huge Bruce Willis fan. Great talent. Awesome, you know, action he goes, actor. He goes. Great but talent I mean, like, that's in like, reference to Bruce Willis. Well, it's like the same thing. Like I can do that thing. Do you I can... love Prince? Oh, I love Prince. Chris, dude, Kevin Smith gave you the same freaking story about oh, yeah. Prince. And Prince is crazy as hell. I mean, I don't but have a problem with Prince. that. No, he loves Kevin Smith. Look, he tries to look like Kevin Smith. Yeah. Only I thing he's think missing, he can help that. The only no. thing he's missing is a hockey jersey. I've done it before, too. Have you worked, put a hat on backwards I've, and everything? I've done the – there is – out in Milledgeville, there is a quick stop. And we had a guy <laughs> in college who was skinny, looked like Jay. And so I got someone had the trench coat. He gave it to me, put the hat on backwards, got a wig, long hair, and I already have, of course, the beard out. So yeah, I've done he goes, it. I got the beard out. It's somewhere. <laughs> I don't know who has the picture, but someone probably has it somewhere. I think so Die Hard. It. I think Die Hard is an action film that takes place during the Christmas holiday. And then, well, you and also thought that Han shot second. Now he's bringing Star Wars <laughs> into it. 
Do you think Han shot second? Of course he did. I do too. Do you know why? Because Greedo shot. said so. No, I like how Ron Howard just like said, right, screw that. Who's the director of Die Hard? <laughs> I can't remember. Right. Exactly. So my no, point no, no, is. No, 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 uh, no. Brian said, De Palma? No, you said no. that Han shooting second occurred because George Lucas said so. So if the director of Die Hard says it's not a Christmas movie or is a Christmas movie. His name escapes me, but he directed Predator. He d- he got in trouble a few years back. He's no longer directing. <sighs> he also directed Lethal Weapon. Oh, God. Uh, not Shane Black. No. Shane Black wrote it. Um, <laughs> Why do you know that? I know who you're talking about, too. This is ticking me off. But, I mean, I don't know. Bruce Willis, I just, yeah, I've never been. I can separate. Richard Downer. Yes. Superman. Superman. That doesn't sound right. No. This is going to bother me. I'm sorry. Dick Reindeer? Robert Zemeckis? <laughs> oh, Robert. Steven Spielberg. Oh. <laughs> Hard. No, I can't remember. Director. John McTiernan. Jeez. Mm. I suck. You do. Most of the time, <laughs> I just you don't, don't care. John. John most, of, most of the time, you're awesome. Like that one time, we went and we bought Captain Toad together, and we bought Octopath Traveler together, mm-hmm. and I bought your GameCube from you. Good thing you did buy that. We need to did. tell people that story because <laughs> it's kind of epic. Yeah. Do you want to know the story? Tune in I, next week. I, <laughs> um, we ain't got okay. time for that. Um, what? We about ready? I mean, for what? It. What's it? Well, chapter two is coming in September, but um, Jessica uh, Chastain look, is next September. All of a sudden, I saw that he knows and Bill Hader. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, I, I do like Bill Hader. Richard. Or Richie, you everything. Mm-hmm. I came out. There was who was the other big name I saw in there. I can't remember. It's probably Bruce Willis. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably dismissed it as. What are you saw. doing? <laughs> doing like that, Chris? Um, Bruce Willis is twenty eight thousand million times better than Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem saying that either. Apparently, the two of them had a falling out after the filming of. Expendables or Expendables? I saw Expendables. Was it Terry <laughs> Crews isn't coming back to that, right? Because he's had a falling out. It'd be sort. so funny if it was all due to Bruce Willis and he's just a D. <laughs> Stallone got really ticked. I think Stallone called Bruce Willis very greedy because he wanted too much money for the sequel. Of course he did. Yeah. I mean, you're saying that Bruce Willis wants money to do something he's bruce willis and he probably only wants to be in it no more than like 30 minutes, minutes yeah. Yeah. yeah that doesn't sound like bruce willis at all that's why i don't like bruce you know willis. what's crazy fun fact um my wife your wife your wife once said she'd look mud off bruce willis i mean he's got this um women dig him dude he's got this this grit smoldering thing going yeah. on with his face it's like you are. You have looked the exact same since 1993. You know who's a vampire, though? Brad Pitt. Pharrell. <laughs> Go look at pictures of Pharrell from, like, circa when uh, he was born to now. The exact same. can make the same case with uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise. I don't know about that. Tom's aged. So how excited are you for Mission Impossible Fallout? Um, I'll go watch it. It's kind of like one of those things. I I enjoy all of them. I I think the only Mission Possible I did not like was two. It was pretty bad. Two is three was bad. No, three Three is solid. Bad. Three is solid. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. All right, troll. (laughs) Three three is good. Four is really good. Five is solid. 
one is you solid. actually remember all these movies yes they are a blur to me and that blur is put together in this congealed form called the mission impossible movies yeah it's kind of like to me the first <laughs> one is it's is really the most unique of them and which one the first one, like it feels, it's the one that's actually it's a the, send up to the original the Mission Impossible. Yeah, What's and the, then the I second was, one was, just feels like a terrible John Woo film. I, I, me and my brother went to see the first whoa, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yes, I have a brother. <laughs> me and my brother went to see that one, and when we got home, my my, Came dad, out my, my dad said, "Did you like it?" I went, "I hated that movie." He said, "Why? What happened?" Hmm. They made Jim the bad guy. Yeah. That, hey, that burned me for months. You know what's better than all the uh, but, Mission Impossible uh, you know, movies? As I've gotten older, I've, I've really I've started to enjoy that film. Yeah. What's that, John? Do you know what's better than all the Mission Impossible movies? Not Bond. Sorry. Die Hard. <laughs> Bond is better. Bond, Bond is not better. Bond, Bond is, is better because it Mission can Impossible, Mission Impossible say, is trouncing the Bond series. I shouldn't say Bond I'm sure sucks. because it's newer. Are you an old school Bond guy? Are I like. I, I mean, I like all of them. What's the new guy? That's name? not true. You Craig, do not like. I, hey, you do Timothy not like Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. There's no way. Is there is great a, because he's so terribly over the top. Yes. You know what was that movie? Uh, the Jesse James movie was like Tennessee. Mm. The railroad has no business in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I have no business in Tennessee. And, and he's a uh, he's in Doctor Who too. I love him in Doctor. Of course Two he Who. is, and of course you do. He's in David. Speaking Tan's of hate mail, Doctor Who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a woman. We got our first uh, our first glimpse of her during the World Cup final. Did we? Because it's yeah. a woman. I, no, I, no, 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 no. This has nothing well, to do first with the woman since she anything of that. This has to do with the the what, which one did I watch? The first episode of the revamp of Doctor Who. Uh, the ninth one. The, yeah. So whatever. you couldn't he couldn't handle like a 2004 British show. Let's put it that way. I want all of our listeners to know that when Sean talks, he does Donald Trump fingers. He does. What do I do? How do I do it? I don't do that. I didn't do that. What are you doing right now? You're they, literally doing it. You're, you're making a statement. I don't know how to defend it. They can't see it. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, literally, you just did four it's, moves. It's great. It's just literally but, um, I'm animated. Putin's amazing. What? I do it in the mornings when I wake Whoa. up. Whoa. What? Hey, speaking of hot topics, John just really hit one on the on the head. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and move on to yes, the that's other topic yeah, now. Yep, yep. <laughs> topic time. The topic is, it's fun because they want to have a discussion, but then I just force what it. What year is it? It's 2014, and it's uh, Captain Toad. Captain Toad. I always was like, we did an episode on Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, and I was like, no, wait. That game came out like six months before Weekly Games Chat, or I should say at the time, Games and Games with Chris and Chris. And all he just uh, talked about was, what was that stupid game? Witcher 3, the greatest game no, of all time. What was the game he, he talked about all the time? Freaking evolve, evolve oh my God. which which is being shut down for good yeah. if it hasn't already. Uh, yeah. I know it's coming. Yeah, for sure. wasn't that oh, epic, wasn't that oh. Epic Games? No, the last time we brought this up, I don't we did this. So. It's uh, it was the studio that did um, Left for Dead, Turtle Beach. No, no, Turtle yeah. Rock. But, but the Turtle, Turtle Rock. Yeah, those are headphones. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Turtle Rock. Rock. Uh, yeah, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. You can so originally good. originally on the. Uh, yeah, you can actually for we, we can 
you cannot be left out of the conversation because you did play the original I probably have played more than any of you. I beat that leave game. Him, leave him out of the conversation. No, I'm saying he can chime he in. He doesn't deserve to be here. Well, we're going to bring you is the fun new stuff that, and talk about it on the Switch. But you haven't gotten to it. I've uh, gotten far enough. He played the mess. The final four levels are the only new ones. Well, I haven't gotten to the new Mario Odyssey stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. Hey, don't, don't worry. We won't bring that up in our topic discussion. You just go ahead and say it right now. Darth Maul gets cut in half. That was the one thing I didn't like was that they didn't bring the – because originally the final ones were uh, – they were levels from the original Super Mario World 3D or 3D World, whatever it's we called. We know. And they replaced that. And I don't know why. I don't know why they replaced it. It didn't For, make sense. I was like, why didn't you just leave those in and also bring in these new Super Mario Odyssey levels? Who knows? I found a Super Mario 3D World level in there. Did you? Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I just remember was that they're saying like the last four are directly. No, I heard the same yeah. thing, which was weird because I've seen some some throwbacks mm-hmm. to that game. Uh, there's like the panels that go that uh, go back and forth, disappear, and one another one yeah. appears, and it but is goes it the actual by, level, and it goes by the beat to the music. Yeah, well, it's not going to be the actual level because they're square dioramas. Yeah, well, I think that's their point. It's First like of all, the original had those levels. I don't like that you said diorama. It made me physically want to harm you. I have to say that out loud. Otherwise, I'll garner hate and it'll build and then all that stuff. I feel better. So the setting is like a <laughs> diorama. It's kind of like the best way to say it is, to me at least, it's like if you've ever either played. You've never played this game. Yes, I Shut have. up. I played it on that hip 14 million sold console, the Wii U. Ugh. Uh, and, and for the record, for the record, best Wii U title ever. You shut your mouth. That is, is not the best. true. What else is better than it? Super Mario 3D World is better. No. Super Mario Kart 8. Because the best 8. part of that game is Captain Toad Treasure Track. Super Mario Kart 8. <laughs> That's a close second. Oh, my God. You can just you. die. This is a troll. Yeah, he's totally troll, trolling. He should have what was a I love, I love puzzle games. What was the official release date for Captain Toad? This this new one. For like this, like month originally? December 2014. Okay, and then the re-release for Switch, which originally came from December 2014, was re-released when? <laughs> Last July. <Friday. laughs> yeah, July yeah. 13th. So, Something like that. With yeah. that said, it was a great game. <laughs> News. <laughs> it's like no. It's it's all right. So we when you pick up the switch and you've played this game like I have. John had not, right? right. You did not play it on switch. John was confused on how he didn't play it on the switch because he realized Chris and I both had. And all I wanted was to to pick I'm it. Surprised up. you guys did? Yeah, because I'm like, when did you guys have Wii U's? <laughs> Remember, I, I had two of them. You don't have Wii U. You don't have an Xbox. I have you don't a, have anything. I have you an have Xbox. A, I've got a Wii U hooked to a TV right now. A Wii U hooked to a TV. That was the yes. one thing when I was in your house. Uh, I had to go to your bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah, to you did. Get a towel. <laughs> yes, he did. And I walked by and I was like, "Oh, look at that Wii U tablet." I was like, "I forgot how ugly that thing is." Yeah, like they, compared to a Switch, the Switch is like so sleek and nice, and like you look at that thing, and you're like. I see why it failed. I totally see why I it failed. I don't see why it failed. It's still a great system. Let's go to the tape. But I see, see. why it failed at the same time, if that makes yeah. sense. But yeah, so I pop it in. There's no update. It's just ready to go, which is cool. Mm-hmm. What was? I want to get your initial thought on when, when, you, when you first saw it and held it and played it. Did you play it on a big TV? I did. Um, have you played it on <laughs> or did you play it on tablet? Did you play it on a big TV? I did. <laughs> I went pro control. I don't know style. what you did. 
I have I have played the game on the TV, but I didn't start it on the TV. I I will say, in my personal opinion, this is a handheld game. I've heard that it's better in this. It's better to me. It's better in handheld that, mode. That pro controller spinning that world around. Well, it, see, it's the it's the um, it's the what do they call that stupid thing? The diorama. Nope. It is the <laughs> it is the motion controls in that game mm-hmm. on the television where you've got you've got this pointer, uh, this little circle dot in that's the, yeah. that's the only gripe I, I have about it. That's that's the only gripe, but I, you don't have to deal with it on the uh, yeah. on the handheld. You're so right. I have played a vast, vast, vast majority of this game in the handheld. Because of the dot? I don't understand why Solely they Solely because of the dot. I don't understand why they couldn't just update this to being kind of like how what I wanted, like because I know you never played the original. In the original, uh, you're, the way you would turn is you'd have to use the gyroscope that was in it. You'd have to actually turn the tablet. That was the and, way it worked. And when I saw that dot, Chris, I thought, oh, my God, they've implemented that on yeah. this Pro Controller. It almost killed me. But it's it's more for uh, the dots used on the levels where, like, you bring your cursor over a block that you hit so it yeah. moves up and down or does certain See, things. I just don't understand why didn't they just make it so that motion was just tied to the right stick because that's the most logical like you know well, as far as the is. camera it, that I will don't control understand the camera why you need the it, it, it'll control the camera but the dot will literally highlight that like i said the, the little thing you need to move or slide or, yeah the dot strictly is a device for moving those things back and forth it doesn't operate it doesn't you, operate the camera it's just literally mm-hmm. annoying because there's a reticle like mm-hmm. on your screen, and no all, matter what, it's, it's just yeah, it's I've weird. Heard that That's even the, even in even in levels where you're not even having to operate any d- sort said of things, yeah. And, I was, and at first, when I started playing, I'm like, okay, there's got to be a way for me to remove this. And there's not, there's not, not that I could see. I, they have I a just, lot. Like that's the one thing. That's the one thing with like some Nintendo games is like, it's not every Nintendo game, but there have been a number through the years, and, and it was the same way with uh, when I played this the first time. It's like you're like, why don't you just let me turn this off? Like, can well, you understand why people maybe don't want things to be like it's not this? A deal yeah, I would still enjoy it with if if that's the sure. option I have. Because it does become second nature. But like, it's yeah. uh, b- but you have to come up with an option for a mm. design. I mean, I, I thought I thought that was pr- probably why they haven't ported the 3D world to mm. the Switch yet because there's certain elements of that game that utilize the gamepad. Very yeah, few levels, but there's some in there. But with but, that said, the Switch is a touchscreen, you know, capable device. And, and, and in Toad, there are some situations where you use that touchscreen to, to move a, a block. And I just like touching things. I know. It's, it's now, I mean, we got we've the, reported you to HR. We, we've got the it's gripe out of the way. How much charm... And, and pure fun is little Toad when he runs around and does oh, things. Oh, he's a, he's he's he's, he's adorable. He's brand the Just, opening the opening uh, logo with the music. I yeah. don't know what it did on the Wii U, same but, thing. Oh, but same. It, but yeah, when sure. it popped out to the beat, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like I'm already smiling and giggling. I'm yeah. giggling. Just the I'm just giggling. like yeah, the little trumpet whenever it goes. Yes. Up. Do, 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 yeah. do. The thing. Do it, John. You do a good one. Ready? You got it. Do I have to? No, yeah. Do it for me. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. This is why we don't. Well, we can't pay. We can't pay. We keep telling you this. Shut um, it down. And what? And what? 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 Basically, I think that sets is the tone of we're gonna go on this little adventure. It's whimsical. It's fun. Um, 
Well, I've it, never. It reminds me of a Rayman game. I don't know Does if it? this is. Well, the, I like I've just never like, played a Rayman game. Like, so. I mean, like in the sense of its lightheartedness. Yeah. yeah. I had read somewhere that this was kind of a synopsis. It's like kind of kind of like this. You ever wonder how Mario ends up with power stars and power ups and all the blocks? Mm-hmm. Well, this is how. This is Toadstool. <laughs> going around getting all these power-ups and coins and then he goes around the world and dumps them in blocks so mario can crush them and get power-ups i don't know if that's the official synopsis but it seems logical it's like this is behind the scenes this is the real hero of the mario mario legend i guess i just i like it because it's like to their credit it's a platformer that doesn't have jumping yeah Yeah, at at all like that is the amazing thing how many ways they can hide things because for those who have not played like clearing the level for most part especially early on if you just want to clear it super it is you will figure out which way is the direct way to take and you can get up there pretty quick Mm -hmm. on the other hand if you actually want to do the objectives and all the things that are offered as far as a challenge that's where you start to see just how much creativity is here and like the ways that you can look at a level for 10 minutes and go, where is this one thing that I'm looking for? And then you go, wait a minute. And you make that, that whoa, slight whoa, tilt. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. You've looked at a level for 10 minutes. I mean, God, if, really I, suck. if I'm no, trying if I'm to do sorry. all the challenges, I'm sorry there's no easy mode on this thing. <laughs> That's so funny and messed up. The, uh, the sad part is I don't <laughs> think you've ever beat a puzzle game. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, good point. Yeah. Right to your heart. Well, what Chris was alluding to is there's a level early on to where it does have one of those mechanisms where you have to. It, there's a pink mm-hmm. and a blue, and you have to. The pink goes one way, the blue goes the other, and your goal yeah. is to to adjust those in ways to get all of your. Each level has these three diamonds you got to get and a star. If you want, if you're into that kind of stuff, technically, all you, <laughs> no, technically, kind of all you need is the star until a certain point. And yeah, then you, Sean's, then, a, Sean's a freak. He's really into those diamonds. But look, mm. you can't. At some point, you're going to care about the stars because you can't progress on into the next exactly and to the next part until you get a certain amount of stars, which is a which adds to the replay value this game has. But that one level, you can literally get to the star in like two or three clicks. Yeah, if you and, know what you're doing, and that's the first time that you really, if you haven't kind of paid attention to the. When, when you finish the level, it brings up almost like a scorecard and it'll show you that you got the star, it's got your diamonds, and there'll be a bonus objective. Yeah. And that bonus objective for that one for me kind of woke me up where it was like, do this in like three, three moves or three touches. Yes. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. That's a baby version of some of the things that happen <laughs> later on. Um, and yeah, when, and, and there's a sense of completion when you get to that, that page. Do you feel like, John? Where when you got the star, the three diamonds, and whatever said objective is, you get like a stamp, mm-hmm. and you're like, "I did good." I yeah, did I mean, I did for it. anybody who's wondering out there, there's, there's, I would, I don't know if it was in the original one version, but there's actually four levels of progression for each stage. Yes, there's getting the star, which you have to do to move on, mm-hmm. like Sean said. Then there's the th- the three diamonds. The three diamonds are utilized to um, collect over the course of the game in order to unlock certain levels. It's part of the progression Bonus levels and all that. Thirdly, each level gives you some type of objective. Like Sean said, you can um, you can you can use you can complete a level in certain certain number of moves, meaning Give how you manipulate objects in the world. Yeah. Find or X you can find coins. a gold mushroom, find X amount of coins. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's just a multiple variety of extra challenges, and each level kind of has a different one. And but then, if and you want to be a king, you have to find the <laughs> pixelated toad in each. 
world. Which is crazy. Yeah, especially. It, and it can um, get kind of crazy. Yeah. Like when, when you get to, was it, the first one that I had a pain with that, if I remember. They're not at every was, level, are they? They, they are. are. They are. As long as you every beat all one. the R objectives, yeah. you can you can get it. The That's one right. that was the first one that was a pain for me, I remember, was that dragon. And just, like, the trying boss? to figure out, one, trying to judge where he's at and what he's doing. And, and the same try, to trying to hear the noise uh, to let you know where, that you're close to him. Yeah. Because the moment, you know, the way that level works is as you go up, you can't go back down. So if you miss it, it's restart pretty yeah. much. Yep, yep. Yeah. Some of the, one of the, I mentioned that it's got this cuteness to it mm-hmm. before. For sure. Charm. Um, if you this will. charm, one of my favorite things to do is when I see one of those hammers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Toad, being Toad, he's tiny, he grabs his hammer. And that's a mechanic, or it reminds me of another game. Yeah, it's you're probably thinking Donkey Kong. Thought, oh, yeah, Donkey Kong. It's got the tune. Dun, 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 and so you dun, grab dun, this dun, hammer, dun, and dun, you dun, can go ham. ham on things. <laughs> Super cool. Also, John, that stands for hard as a mother. Oh, <laughs> and then I, actually, else. I learned something. Also, it's got the occasional bonus coin grab room. Yes. Yeah. Which is super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, you, have you gotten the ones with like the pipes and all yes. that? Yes. Those are super crazy. Crazy. Fun. crazy. Love it. Uh, it's got a mechanic to where if you, it, I, I found this out today. If you die too many times on an attempt, mm-hmm. you get spawned a, uh, a plant that makes you invincible for the level. No. It's yeah. like a slap. I get. I bet that happens a lot. But to they do that. It happened to me, John, <laughs> and my walk of shame through the level. Don't they? Though they offer that kind of stuff in, I think, like all the new Mario stuff, right? Yeah, they make because, it to where they don't want you to get too frustrated. Yeah, they understand a lot of kids play these games, yeah. so they're trying to make it so. That I was about to it. say. I mean, did, have have you guys come across anything that's just completely stumped you? I no. find I find the, the puzzles for the most part to be a mild exercise. They're it's mild. not. It's not. It's not crippling in any way. They're, you get the aha moment, but it's not. It's not to the level of the witness or anything like that. Where no. I've sat there forty five minutes. Well, well, <laughs> I'm at a level right now where my my bonus goal is to find a golden mushroom, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the heck that. So you don't is. progress unless you get all the bonus stuff. No, you can progress. No, I'm saying you personally. Oh, yeah. do you it find depends. yourself getting stuck? I if I'm really enjoying the level, you. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, I've got on every level all the all the diamonds and all the and the bonus objective. Mm. I've decided to kind of go back and do the pixelated toad and find those in the world. But uh, this one where the uh, the birds are slapping the slapping ground, up. yeah, yeah, I can't find that golden mushroom anywhere. I don't mm. know where it is. Where you having to move the glass cylinders. Long. Without falling off the world, that kind of thing. So, yeah, and, and that one is like the first. I mean, that's in the it's it, the third y- course ish. It's like that one's where it's really starting to rev up the challenge for me. Well, this is like I have to say, like with stuff like this in a game like this, this is the kind of game that makes me wish there was a trophy slash achievement. Yeah, system. for sure. Because like this is the kind of game where that would it, shine. It's It'd a be great. Bad, yeah, because I think most people, if you play this game, uh, as long as they like puzzle games, I, I have no doubt that they can beat the game, you know, get sure. to the end and get the, and get all the stars and all the uh, diamonds or at least the diamonds necessary to get to the end of the game. Right. Yeah. But versus like someone who, First takes all the time to get the bonus challenges. And then on top of that, the person who's going and getting the pixelated uh, toads, that's, 
you're doing 68 levels of that. Congrats. Like that's, that's like the person who goes into uh super Mario run, uh, whatever it's called. Right. And that one's called on yeah. phone. Yeah. And like his getting the black coins. Have you tried that yet? Oh, I've, I, I did the first world of them. Like I got all three of the first one and I started going to the second one. I got it's halfway. Impossible. It is. Yeah. I mean like it's literally sitting there and trying to do a perfect run for 30 That's minutes. Crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's hard. So like 67 levels? 68, I believe is what I read. I guess I'm almost done then. Ooh, okay. Uh, you have been balling or I play, I'm like not even at 30 yet. I'm in the twenties. Do I notice you were playing hardcore well, on a Saturday? Early, early mm-hmm. on when I, because I remember the structure to where, can I, I borrow this one? You're done. I, do, sure. Yeah, you, okay. you maybe. Um, I don't care about you. <laughs> Ooh, little, I don't give about you. <laughs> um, I, I was early on knowing that the all the stuff was easier to get, the the extra bonus, the the whatever. So I was really hammering and focusing on them because I knew once I got to a certain point, they really do amp up, kind of the intensity or whatever. Um, if you're wondering how boss encounters happen, Chris kind of alluded to. A dragon at some point. Yeah. The first big boss Thing battle you have is you, you see how they can do things. The game does. Is it every five or 10 levels you get a boss? It's a, it's I something like that. It's uh closer to 10 than five yeah. for sure. I'm pretty sure it was like the 10th level the was first, the dragon. The first two books. Yeah. Is kind of, the game is kind of weird and how it progresses in its story. When I, cause I got, I got through 18 levels. And I was like, whoa, is this over? Because the credits rolled and all that stuff. And I was like, what's going on here? So, no. Well, you know how they always do. Yeah. I said, this This has got, I've read there are tons more levels than this. Yeah. So it unlocked a completely new, what did they call it? credits didn't roll. What are you talking about? Well, see, after you beat a book, it comes up and says produced, written, and directed by Hideo Kojima. It's not 18 levels, though, is it? Nothing on that. The first. Produced by uh, Kojima. Directed by Kojima. The first thing, I hate you. The first thing is that the first one's 18 levels. The second one's 18 levels. I'm in the third one. I don't know how many levels. So I don't know. I guess. Um, you lose track. Anyway, each book has so far had the, the dragon in the middle mm-hmm. and then the boss fight at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a mini boss and then a final boss. That's right. The last Nothing particularly forever. challenging, but it, they're, but as far as, the bosses are puzzles in and of itself, which which makes the playing it pretty fun. It's amazing how yeah. the element of being able to rotate that level design and see the little nuances and, and nooks and crannies, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and how they integrate that so well. Um, how how you go about the boss fights? The last two kind of Nintendo ish games that I played with boss fights were Odyssey and now this, unless I'm missing one, and how they they make those boss fights happen. Right. Um, it's so incredibly cool. I, I love it. I love playing it. Um, if you're sitting out there and you're wondering, you know, like, look, I bought this game on Wii U and maybe you beat it. Is it worth a replay? I say, yeah. Mm. Uh, I say because you, you're going to get an experience. It's a, a really cool one on Nintendo Switch. It's going to, of course, we endorse it as a great poop game. Um, it's got the added Mario Odyssey levels on it. The guys were talking about it earlier about how yeah, the game. Yeah, I saw they had new dunks hidden on there. Yeah, the guys were talking about it used to have uh, Mario um, 3D, well, Mario World? Mario 3D World. Mario yeah. 3D World levels at the end, but now they've taken those out, replaced them with Odyssey levels, which is weird. We were wondering why we couldn't just kind of have them all. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it just makes more sense. It me. is what it is. The, I mean, the game rules. It's got Amiibo support. 
Have you scanned any of your Amiibos yet? Mm. Of course you have it. Why kind of you? don't need it. You don't need it for sure, but it's it's cool to unlock stuff. And maybe I'd be more inclined to do that if if it offered a trophy system like Chris. Right. Uh, my biggest complaint was the dot, but I've learned to adjust with it. Mm-hmm. Everything else I absolutely love about this game. Um, my one con- the one thing that was brought up to me that I went, oh man, this would be cool to have is indeed some sort of achievement system, and maybe it's implemented once Nintendo rolls out something later on. I don't know. It's coming with the our, Switch our, successor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you guys, but you tell me this. For me, um, for me, I can only. I think the max I've played the game is an hour and is an hour span. Like this game for me has been like short spurts. I play three or four levels, well, then I set it down and go. Do I think something. that's why they then also I come back to it. So it's kind of that kind yeah. of game for me. It's almost like a. It's almost like a mobile game. You well, that's why they put it on it. 3ds. I think. Yeah, yeah, but you can I mean, almost picture them working out the mechanics where you could do this on mobile. Correct. It feels like to me, if anyone is wondering, like who hasn't seen this game, but they have a phone uh, or an iPhone, and, and you've played Monument Valley, it kind of feels a little bit like that. What where is you that? have it, Monument Valley, like you always have, like kind of a little diorama that you have to maneuver around and figure out you what have to die now to. I know. <laughs> uh, you have to figure out the puzzle to in order to sell. I got and you. you. And you get it by moving. And the cool thing about it is, yeah, it, it's made for like, you know, if you go to go take a dump in the bathroom, um, you can get a level done and then go, okay, let me put my phone down and, and then back to your day. And then you come back later and go, oh, I'm waiting for someone. I got five minutes. Let me pull this out. I can do a level real quick. Man. And, and ladies and gentlemen, in case we weren't clear on the explanation, every wor- every every stage is a diorama square that you can move around, manipulate yeah. the world in order to get towed to his objective at the They're end. They're not totally big can at do all. while you're pooping. They're not big. They're, They're not, not big, big worlds. worlds some of them are bigger some than... Are, some of them are really nicely a good size. Yeah, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. A little girth. A like, what? What? Any, um, what? Mine are any always stages, big. <laughs> any stages that are favorites of yours? I don't mm. think. It's been forever. No, I like... I, I want to kind of hold judgment on that because there's someone I haven't seen. Okay. Um, I like I, when he goes underwater. It's just funny to me. <laughs> there was like, a toad. You can breathe no, underwater. No, no. Like, Currently, do, 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 one do, do, do. that I really, really like, and it was the first time that it really immersed you in 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 going on like maybe the bottom side of a level oh, was yeah. a library level. I liked it because one, it's a library. I like those settings, uh, and you you don't know what I'm talking about. Would that be in one of the haunted mansions? No. Well, one of the haunted mansions are cool because just like in in the Mario games there's doors and traps yes, you got to follow yes. and go to or But my favorite part of the 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 scary it's the first haunted mansion you start to really hear Toad's expressions you hear him go scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of that He's stuff. He's got man. so much personality. He does. It's great. Apparently, it's, huh? Apparently then, the way this all came about by the way was that um, when they were making 3D World, you know, Miyamoto, of course, isn't as hands-on with these as he mm-hmm. used to be. He came in and they demoed these side parts and he loved it so much that he was like, make a game out of that. Yep, that's right. So, I mean, he still and got they, the eye. And, and people tend to uh, do what he says. Pretty much. They just shut up and do it. Uh, I was reading somewhere and I was going to see if I could pull up the article. It's it's like hard for people to find it, like in the UK, mm. the game. And they the, have a digital store. I, well, and that's what people are saying. All they right, all, Square Enix. Well, that, I was going to say yeah. it's really funny that you said that because that's kind of the same thing that Square said about a certain game that we may or may not have our finger on. Mm-hmm. 
I can't play that game because I don't own a Switch. <laughs> why are they laughing? You I just, don't know why. Then, why. then how are you going to borrow Toad? I don't know. I just was. I thought you were going to give me your Switch when I play uh, Project Octopath. Yeah, well, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys want to do some news? Well, well, before we do that, some Richards have to be given. Oh, out. there's oh, no man. doubt. This is this is one of those games that I'm going to give a very high ranking because I absolutely am happy every time I play it and I love it. It's an easily uh, 8.75. Ah, that is a big Richard. Yeah, I love it. Uh, this game is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I loved owning it on the Wii U, and I love having it now. I can't wait. My, my, my little girl was love watching me play it. I hopefully she plays it. It's a good game. It's fun. If you own a Switch, get it. It's cheap. What did you What did you score it at the time, sir? Well, I didn't score anything because I wasn't hosting a podcast. Jeez. Yes, um, yes. Good point. What uh, would you have scored it? Probably now. I mean, even as I was watching video of the new one, which, by the way, you know, I always thought the game looked good when it was on Wii U. Yeah, looks that real. game from the videos I've seen now, I'm like, wow, they've so really made that game look pretty. It's, it, it's so pretty. Um, but. It's like Mario Rabbit's pretty. It's like gazing into Sean's eyes. Pretty. I would probably give it a solid 8.5. Um, it's definitely not the most memorable puzzle game I've ever played, but it definitely has the best charming character. It's got charm. It's got replayability. Like, I, I don't know anything else I've played that is puzzle-based on, on a Nintendo platform that I've played that's better than that. See, I think, I think all... Uh, scores should be based on increments of 0.5. I agree with you. 8.5, 9. He, that, being said, that being said, this is a solid 9.3. <laughs> so then if, if I got to bump it up, if we're going to do that, I'll well, do it. I don't say mind doing 93 a 93 then out of 100. I don't mind doing a 9. If I'm at 8.75, I'm almost there. I just, this game rules. 9.3, huh? Yeah. Second just, best game you've played this year. Yeah. <laughs> See? I mean, th- yeah, I guess. Okay. It's just, um, I just have to give a, a significant amount of credit to a game that just makes you happy. Sure. There's um, something to be said about that, mm-hmm. for real. Mike D's over there. Well, that's the case. Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors, Warriors is a nine point. This uh, dude. This dude. Point, right. Um, you guys want to do some news? Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Let's do that. We didn't <laughs> eat dinner early, and it's not late. So let's do it. Yeah, let's go news. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. See, we peaked this time. Okay. We were we were good before, but these D's. Um, Black Ops Four beta announced. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, if you were going to go ahead and start talking about the news. Chris. You know, I just thought about it. Okay, just went with it. I forgot to print these out this week. You don't have you, the last couple of weeks. You haven't printed. This is good for well, us. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't do it and the you, week I was off. Do you know what I miss? I miss when we're actually talking about a game. The game's playing in the background. We did that for a few weeks. It was amazing. You know, we we talked about show riders. Let's talk about what you want. The show riders or the entertainment riders that people have. Uh, artists in concerts and they're like have skittles with like barbecue chips and stuff. I just want the game playing when we're talking go. about it. She just let it go, dude. Your uh, your dogs did that to me one night. I have no doubt. <laughs> just 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 Harper crawled right next to me and just like two seconds later, I was like, "Dear God!" <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Um, but first up, Black Ops Four beta has been announced. That Activision, along with Treyarch, hey, that's in a 
part of Activision, uh, have announced two betas. The first will be on PlayStation 4 exclusively on August 3rd. The initial beta is different dates for all three platforms. The PlayStation 4, along with Xbox One, will begin on August 10th and end on August 13th, while the PC beta, uh, wait, huh, will run from August 10th to August 13th. That's the same dates. Well, it doesn't matter. Hold on. Okay. Let me, let me look. Let me see. Yeah. Hold PlayStation on. 4. PlayStation 4 along with... Okay. There's what that, there's what that means. PlayStation 4... <clears throat> starts is, exclusively on August 3rd. Oh, okay, and goes through the 13th. But Xbox One picks up on August 10th along with PlayStation 4. And PC. PC runs He would clarify that that's different. PC runs... Uh, this, yes, you're right. PC yeah, okay. runs the same way. Uh, players will be able to experience Team Deathmatch, Domination, Hardpoint, and Search and Destroy modes along with the brand new control mode. I believe that's their 60-whatever person yeah. um, kind of battle royale. So... Hey, if you got it reserved, uh, I think if, as long as you bought the game already, if you pre-ordered, and if you just want to do it through Amazon, they'll give you a code. I yeah. bet you we don't cover this game. You never know. I just don't think you guys' hearts are in it. I, too I'm much definitely. You guys are enjoying right now. Yeah, I'm definitely just because I don't know if you know this. I have to get all my games out of the way because there's this game coming out on October 26th. Assassin's Creed comes out first, so yeah. see, I have you're to get not, that done. That's one of the ones I have to get done. You're not going to do it. I have to get. Done. You're not going to do it. He's got none debt. He's not going to do it. <laughs> you got to save it. He's not going to do it, you man. You got to savor that game, and then you got to start over and play as the other gender. It's going to have to sit. I mean, marinate because no offense to it, when when a Fallout game comes out after a Red Dead game, <laughs> and then a Just Cause game comes out, oh, it's not looking good, man. Um. Destiny 2 gets a new PvP mode. Sean. Nope. As part of the Forsaken <laughs> DLC, Destiny 2 is getting a competitive PvP mode. The new mode is called Breakthrough, a crucible mode challenging players to capture points on the map. It has two different phases. The first, two teams of four race to capture a single point called the Breaker. Second phase, the team that captured the Breaker will go on the attack to capture the other team's vault, a new point on the map. A team that does not capture the breaker is tasked with defending the vault from the attacking team in the second phase. So kind of like it's it, it, it's not anything new. They're just using new words. Yeah, it reminds me kind of like when um, in Call of Duty with the nuke, right? You'd have the like the race first to get the briefcase that had the nuclear codes, and then afterwards it was like the next round of it was defend the suitcase while the Call other, of Duty. Yeah. Pretty sure that was there. There's some game that has something like that. Maybe it's maybe I'm thinking Battlefield. I don't know. Um, but but yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, ish. Uh, Monster Hunter World. <laughs> That's all we got on those two. Meets Final Fantasy. 14. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. This, this these are two games I played and loved. <laughs> Gonna read that. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 uh, Behemoth will be added as a huntable monster to Monster Hunter World oh, yeah. on August 1st, 2018. That's pretty soon. And will be <laughs> and will bring with it craftable armor resembling Final Fantasy Dragoons. That's legit. Uh, the Dragoons look tight. Yep. New weapons, Moogles, Cactar, and Atherite Crystals. Good job, Chris. Right? Hey, I know stuff from Square. <laughs> um, they're shown to enlarge monsters such as the Ku, 
Kulu Yaku. <laughs> Kulu Yaku. There's even dashes in it, so you can slow down. I am done Kulu with it. Yaku. But you went over, you crossed out, and you went back over to Monster. So this will enlarge your monster? I've got something right, that'll enlarge your yeah, monster. They're, they're Wait, what? Uh, the update will also see Rothlos from Monster Hunter World invade the world of Final Fantasy XIV as a challenging battle requiring a full party of eight. I yeah. like how that Weren't was Weren't you playing quotes. Final Fantasy XIV for a while? I was playing Final Fantasy XIV online. I have played it in the past. Uh, so we knew this was coming. Mm. Now I played sold Monst- the soul. I, may- <laughs> I played Monster Hunter World. Love that game. Yeah. Um, I even, in the last Today's time we brought out our top, our top fives, we brought up Monster Hunter World and I said something to the effect of, it's still giving you content, hence the content. Ooh, hence. By the way, again. today's hence. the day you go Ooh. home and, and you like literally are powerless. No, I, I'll talk about that in a minute because it's on the news, Chris. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> dang. Jeez, what a D. Roasted. Um, demand for Octopath Traveler. Square Enix did not anticipate the demand for Octopath Traveler. Square Enix social team for Octopath Traveler issued an apology on Twitter for not making enough physical copies to satisfy demand. Quote, we are sorry that some of the shops are out of stock. You can also consider the downloadable version. Physical copies of Octopath Traveler have been sold out on Amazon in the U.S. I think it's like available from maybe like Target. You can still grab it here, but yeah, Japan apparently like this game came out, and if you did not pre-order it, well, this too is bad. this is anecdotal, but I think you and I picked up the last two yeah. copies at GameStop. Yeah, night. the guy I remember we went in at lunch that day, the day it came out, launch yeah. day as they call it, yeah, yes. and, or release day, whatever you know, whatever your preference. And the guy was like, "Well, we got a we got a couple who should be fine." I called. We had pre orders. I we, called the day before it came out, and I said, "How many do you have?" And he said, "I have five extra, ten total." Is what he told me. That's so. crazy. I don't know why they 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 forecasted this game. To, is it another conspiracy involving Nintendo and their product? Uh, no, because it's Square. I know it's Square, yeah. but it's a. Is it not? A Nintendo Maybe Switch they just exclusive? didn't think it was going to be a, a. Is it an exclusive? I, yeah, it's an exclusive, and I think you know one, it's an exclusive. Two, I mean, it's not like yes, they promote this game, but it's not like they heavily. It's not like it don't matter, you know, Chris. When people saw this game, yeah. it stood out, and they're like, "Whoa!" And I think it's one of those things where. I understand why Square, at least with the U.S., might have held back first because, it, it, like I said, it's a new IP from them. It's exclusive to one. Is console. it a new IP though? Yes, it literally is. Or is it just like Final Fantasy? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> wait, how does he know that? I don't know. Um, I told uh, I told BK about it on the way over here. Shout out to yeah. BK, and he's probably are downloading it right now. But um, oh, really? Yeah, because I said Final no Fantasy Six and Chrono Trigger. He goes. Done. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that I think you just don't know. Because, like, Fire Emblem has been popular, but sure. it took a long time for Fire Emblem, it's Emblem all, to blow it's, it's more popular than it's ever been Yeah, now. like, you look at things like Xenoblade that came out first on Wii and then Wii U, and, I mean, they have a little bit of an audience, but it, it's nothing compared to Well, then they released Xenoblade 2, which I owned for a little while. Um, funny enough... I got rid of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 to buy it, pick up Octopath. I was Ooh, like, I can't have a traitor. Well, I can't have a one JRPG at a time, guys. And that's what I said to John. Yeah. What, do you, what do you want from me? Q and Adam Lambert. You, what do you want from me? You went all up in the paint. What? <laughs> Hard in the paint, John. Hard in the paint. I'm trying to trademark it. All up in the paint? Yeah. That's all you. <laughs> that's you can have that. Yeah. We're not giving you that. <laughs> all up in the paint. 
Uh, indie games on Switch during its yeah. recent shareholder meeting. Nintendo president faced questions about indie titles on Switch in response to questions on Dude. this. Nintendo senior executive officer Susumi Tanaka. Well, there's no I there. I, I look. Susumu it's, it's, Tanaka. It's invisible. It's an invisible Susumi. Uh, it's like Jordan, okay? You don't, it just happened, okay? That's local and people are like, what are you talking about? It's Jordan. We know. <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> God, I hate that. Uh, he says though, quote, we are actively engaging with indie developers at video game focused shows and other events in different regions. Some of the indie games already released have gone on to become millions of seller, uh, million sellers worldwide. In the future, we are looking to release around 20 to 30 indie games on Nintendo Switch per week, and we definitely expect to see some great games among them. Uh, end quote. The week of July 5th saw the release of 18 titles well on the way. Yeah, if you go to the eShop right now, it's, it's definitely littered, to say the least, with a bunch of indie titles. Um, yeah. They're AAA stuff. They'll, it'll be in there and they'll promote it. Um, I hope that the well, that what what you see this happening, and I think we talked about it, is Nintendo is going to kind of become the the safe haven or the place that the indie guys go. Did we so not far, agree on that? So far, it's proven to be very lucrative for indie developers yeah, to, put, to put their games yeah, on Switch. That's what I mean. I worry with this though. When I see twenty, yeah. yeah, I see the twenty and the thirty. You know, Steam. There's so many. Yeah, like there's so many, and the only reason it works is that. It has so many great buildups, like ways for people to kind of promote the game. Like if people start playing and they like it, they upvote it. It gets to like 85, 90%. All of a sudden people are like, oh, we're going to highlight that and they know what to do. But uh, still, there are so many that get lost. There are, there just are in the thing with like Xbox and PlayStation, they have the same problem. They have tons of indie games right now, but one, they don't ever really highlight them. Right. They're not pushing them to the front. You're right. And, you know, you have to dig to get it. But two, again, like you have this thing where it's like 30 games come out. How are you supposed to, you know, critics don't have any time to play these things. So you don't really know what's good, what's bad. And it's kind of just take a shot in the dark. Um, Well, it's not, it's not bad for Nintendo, which is sure. sure. It's just bad for the, it's bad for the developer. Obviously some, 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 some stinkers are going to come out. Mm-hmm. But, I I would, that, yeah. but I wouldn't call this, not that you're calling it this, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are starting to just kind of throw the shovelware thing out there. And while it is technically it maybe shovelware, it's not the, it's not the throwback to My Little Pony on Wii. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I would it's, like it's to, not the same thing. I would like them to do. It's a steam, it's a steam so, type problem. I would like to see them to go like, I guess just a little bit better, um. Online store rating system. Yeah, that and making sure that they're. I'm going to stop finishing your sentences. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, make sure you go out there and Download. kind of, oh. <laughs> Deez. Uh, yes. quickly like, I guess, you know, in the months coming up, select the ones that you can see having a chance to rise from the top. Like kind of like what they did for Hollow Knight. Yeah. Hollow Knight, yeah. I think like Hollow Knight they knew had done well mm-hmm. on PC and gotten love. Like mm-hmm. it was a little bit unnoticed at the time it came out. There was a lot of people didn't play it outside of the Steam community. But they knew once they had that title that it was something worth promoting and they made sure to put to the front. And also like Golf Story, I know, got a lot of love from them yeah. before it came out. So, you know, that's what I want to see versus them just going the way of Sony and PlayStation. Be like, look, 
Switch has 20 to 30 new games every week. You just don't know what the hell they are because they're yeah, just man. put in the store. And, you know, do, do a, do a direct that throws exactly. out. I mean, the way they've been doing it recently where they just basically do these sizzle mm-hmm. reel things, do a monthly indie direct. And they might. Every month. They know what they're doing, man. I kind of like what, um, what's their name? Um, they do the like kind of mockumentary type of press conference at E3 every year. It's just like a video thing. Um, is it just, it's not destructive. I can't remember the company, but basically they, they really, it's like, it's a big thing that's just hamming up for comedy, but during the process of it, they usually reveal about five indie games and they like every time I see those games, I'm like, that looks amazing. Like yeah. that Pedro, Pedro, um, I cannot remember, but it's kind of like a funny bullet storm type game. And I was like, that looks amazing. I want to play that. And there was like another one with like a prison type game. Um, but love, like, that's, that's prisons. what I want. Like something what? where it's, <laughs> if they could do a direct where it's like, look, here are Here's 10 game. games that yeah. we're playing. They're indie games that we're planning to have come out on the console that over the next six months. <sighs> and we think these are worth your time. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, so look, a little side thing here, right? You said the word ham, which yes. made me think of ham from toy story. Not, not like part of the Italian. So, no. So <laughs> fact or rubbish. Uh-huh. Ham was a good, uh, side character in toy story. Solid. Solid. Mm-hmm. You appreciate the ham. Yeah, I mean it's old John. What's his ham or from, Rex uh, from Cheers? Yeah, you pick your one spot left on your team. Ham or Rex? Ooh, <laughs> I kind of have to by default go by Rex. Just you you my, have to yeah, go team Rex. You choice. do. Yeah. yeah. Inconceivable. Tough, isn't it? <laughs> Mr. Potato Head's the funny. He's one not an option on your final pick. He's already scooped up, John. And ham. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, Pokemon, Funko. Now you got me wondering if I just went with Ham because yeah. he went with T-Rex. Probably. He did. That's you know what Because you're D. Subconsciously, you, you oppose everything Chris is about. I love freedom. <laughs> In communist. There he goes. <laughs> Reagan's great. And then he's like, no, Jimmy Carter. Stalin. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pokemon, Funko. Funko Pop will be releasing their first Pokemon figure, Pikachu. This July is a Target exclusive. This was previously re- ah, leaked by a Reddit user who got a hold of one well before it should have been made available. This announcement may indicate the production of other Pokemon Funko in the future. Although nothing has been announced, prepare for Sean and John to go into bankruptcy in three, two, one. Here's the problem. The the stupid pop looks amazing. It does. And not only is it a regular size, Target's also going to have the ginormous exclusive size. Are they really? Pika Pika. Yes. Stop. I'm not. Shut up. Sean, you got to help me. I've recently purchased the Dobby supersized version of uh, that pop, the Harry Potter pop. I've heard. And John and I also are like, all right. You got to help me. Does this mean, one, that this is going to set the standard in a new... Uh, Pokemon pops are going to be released, which is bad. I'm sure they will. BK, I'm sorry. <sighs> Two, does that mean that maybe we get a Mario pop God. or a Luigi pop <laughs> no. or a Yoshi pop? I don't know if that will happen. We don't know either, but yeah. we didn't think a Pikachu. See, this is uh, like Pokemon. Pikachu, pop would see, this see, is like, a gateway easier. drug. This yeah. is a gateway drug. See, the thing is, like, you guys are getting hype on this, but how many Pokemon games? And if you say Pokemon Go, I'm going to slap both of you. It's, it's not, not about Pokemon that. It's game. not about that. Yeah. You're missing. You're missing what we're understanding. It's about one value. True. Two performance. This is a. This is a. Ga- <laughs> 
three this is, this length. Is, this is a <laughs> tease. Wait. Look, my wife was wondering Your the same wife. thing. She goes, Wait. why do you want Pikachu? Because. Because. Because it's a gateway to something possible. True. And it really could open up to be crazy. I will say it will take a little bit more because, of course, as we we know, Pokemon Company has a, a big controlling interest as far as where that goes versus... Nintendo, of course, sure. will you be the to, number one thing. You and have to think that they're going to be paying attention to this. Sure. That's all we're saying. I, I, Why I, is it a Target exclusive? That is just ridiculous. I will say Target understands. <laughs> I will say Nintendo likes money. What's this controller here, Chris? Uh, that's my Xbox Pro controller. Okay. Yeah. It's just like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, Chris, you, you can say that this isn't going to be a gateway drug. Oh, no. Or a possible I, big thing. Look, I'm kind of. You're dumb. We've all been sitting there going like. <laughs> we've all been sitting there no, looking and he's at. he's going to go. Can you cool, go can to I say the, it? Sorry. Okay, I'm thanks. sorry. You're, he, hey, John, can you go to the store and get me a. <laughs> yeah. Give me a I'm going to text. Well, hey, you buddy, know, if you're at Target, grab me one too. Well, you've already heard which one I want from you to pick me up next week if you're there. You or this it, week. Right? This week. Yeah, Thursday. this Thursday, yeah. Which if anyone, if you're at Hot Topic on Thursday. Before lunch, if you go to it, the new Doctor Who pop is out. Oh, that's right. And I need right. it for my collection. That's right. Which one is it? The do you, do you know what he's done to me as far as opening pops in front of me? You know what he's done to me? So do you know what's going to happen Shh. when I buy this pop? You rip it open in front of me? No. I'm not going to rip it open. You're going to put it like in an gonna, unbreakable case. Worse. You're going to wipe your butt with it. <laughs> what? You'll see. Okay. Oh, do you know um, <laughs> you're going to soil it <laughs> um, with your body fluids? You know, that makes you a sexist if you do that because it's the first female doctor. You can't do that. Oh, it's the female doctor? Oh, yes. Yeah, the first female doctor. I don't know the numbers. I might get that one. That one's yeah. cool. In celebration of um, the matriarchy. We will finally get our first. Uh, <laughs> In celebration of the matriarchy. the matriarchy. We will finally get our first video of. Well, I mean, we got a tease, but we'll get the first actual trailer this weekend. What did I see her in? Um, Black Mirror. She's in there. That's right. Yeah. One that's of the best right. episodes of Black Mirror. And she's that's also. Anecdotal. Uh, she's also in um, Broadchurch. She's the mom. Everybody's Broad seen Broadchurch. No, I haven't seen Everyone Broad in England has. Well, guess what? That's England, why they. England rules. Yeah. I love everybody in England. Say one bad thing. No, I'm not. I, I, there, I got stuff. I to will talk come about across later the table. about my favorite, my favorite, my favorite, yeah. my favorite, my hey. favorite English person is Meghan Markle. Oh, mm. that's a good <laughs> famous. That's a good favorite she's, English she's, person. But she's, she's not she's American. Yeah, <laughs> she's American. She's though. royalty. Well, yes, probably, she is. Is she she really? is. She's on her way to becoming British, but she's not British yet. Yeah. My favorite um, is J.K. Rowling. Ooh. She was at the Wimbledon uh, final. No, he. So was Meghan Markle. Yes, she was. And uh, Kate Markle. Markle. She was not allowed to wear her hat. Nope. They would she, not let her do it. They were, she was all like, "She's having problems adjusting to new English ways or something like that." And I was like, "Come on." She says she misses. Uh, she misses suits. She misses. She's misses. That's, uh, he watched the World Cup from Russia too. Hey, uh, the royal family, France are, kicking ball. The royal family are the largest welfare recipients in the Western whoa, world. Whoa. <laughs> Come on! And speaking Come of on. hate mail, uh, sound like they don't work. I do. I do really love. Was that the, said in tongue in cheek? Yes, okay. I do really love the English monarchy. It's one of the most it's fascinating, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, and it's your sentence for you. But it's amazing it how it brings people together over there. Yeah, so yeah, that is a remarkable thing. Yes. Uh, hey, Sean. Hey, how you doing? You know how you know how Kanye 
said there would be no more no more parties in L.A. I do. Guess what else? Well, guess what? There's no more delays for Crackdown 3. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, thank you. Crackdown 3 has become famous for its repeated delays. However, according to Eurogamer, sources are saying Microsoft will not permit another delay. You shall not delay! <laughs> Crackdown 3 was first set for a release window in 2016 and was later pushed to November 2017. Following a lukewarm reception, it was delayed once again. I think right now it is on track. They've said February 2018, but I think when they asked for specifics, it was on the death day of February 22nd. I thought 20, I could have sworn or 2019, they were, sorry. I could have swore they were shooting for November. No, no. They Did I miss, remember? Yeah. They okay. came back. Remember, they came uh, before E3 and said, hey, it's getting delayed to February of next year. Remember last year when I said that game did not look good? Yeah. Graphically? Yeah. It looks a lot better now. It looks so much better now. And I remember Chris last year was like, I, I think it looked pretty good. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Crackdown. I thought, it was, I thought it was an art style choice. Don't I, get me wrong. So I don't know. I don't think it was intentionally trying to push but, bad graphics. When when <laughs> Phil came out and said the main reason. He's calling he, him Phil now. Let's see, you see what yep, happens. Phil, he's my bro. Um <laughs> When Phil came out last year and said in an interview basically that the reason it was delayed is it didn't feel like Crackdown, I was like, well, that's the right reason to delay it. Because I definitely don't want something that just has a name on it. I got got a request. I don't often often ask these requests of you two. Sure. In honor of me saying you shall not delay, you guys know what I want. Listeners, you're welcome. I need Uh Gandalf, and I need to know that I can't pass. (laughs) You <laughs> shall not pass. Um, That's it, John. You're, you're not going to add to the Lord, the Lord of the Rings little I, talk like you normally do. I don't know that I have anything to add. Y'all, y'all no. go back and forth. This is what you do. <laughs> I asked one time for something from you guys, and that's Fire it. I shall not avail your flame, That's it. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Give him a moment, why don't you? Give him a moment for pity's sake. <laughs> God, so many John, lines in there. What about second breakfasts? <laughs> that, was, that was a great Frodo. Thank you. Actually, <laughs> that was Frodo. That he was. Said, he said, oh, yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was Elijah Wood. Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee. And I don't mean to. I don't mean I to. I don't mean to. Yeah. Oh, Sam. And then, they have, like, and then they have intercourse. I asked Tony this because, uh, you know, Tony from Geek Versus, he, he loves to go to Dragon Con this year, right? Sean Austin's going to be there. And I yeah. said, Rudy. I was like, what do you. Rudy. Actually, wasn't it Comic Con? Uh, no. well, I mean, he might be there too yeah. for Stranger Things. Well, no, because, um, but no, he is Oops. coming, he is coming to Dragon Con. Anyways, he's coming to Dragon Con. I asked him, I said, what do you think more people will have questions on there? Stranger Things or Lord of the Rings? Cause most years, of course, up until recently, until this, I would say Lord of the Rings, yeah. but everyone freaking loved him in Stranger Things. Yeah. It was good. But that's like the way he works. Every about every 10 years, he just comes up and you're like, where Rudy. did Sean There's Austin something come? he's doing Rudy. now. Rudy. I don't Rudy. 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 <laughs> uh, and he was also in that movie with uh, Josh Brolin. Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you look confused. No, that's just how I look, man. What are you hey, trying to Aiden, say? Aiden, do the truffle shuffle. That was a funny face. The Goonies, you remember that? 
the, uh, the truffles. You truffle. there, boy, dance your belly for me. Uh, Last of Us Two. <laughs> that was that was weird. That's basically what they do to them, <laughs> but they don't do it in an adult voice and say, hey, "Oh, guys. oh, I'm sorry, it's okay because it has charm behind it." <laughs> Uh, Naughty Dog, Vice President Neil Druckmann, a.k.a. John's favorite man ever, yes. has let slip that Ellie will have a companion along for the ride. Quote, well, so Ellie used to be an NPC, but she's the protagonist in this story, so the player is controlling Ellie. It's what? safe to say, with the game that we made in the past, that there will be some NPC with you in this story, even though we're not showing the NPC in this demo. End quote. Could be I, a lot of things. Who could it be? I don't. Could I be don't. the girl she kissed. That would kind of do this whole. <laughs> that would. That would be a. I don't know. I know it bothers you. No, it. Thanks, Chris. No, that's <laughs> not why you jerk. I th- it just kind of does that damsel in distress trope that. Well, that bothers. That bothers uh, Anita. Don't do that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know. I just I feel like they would come up with something a little more creative than the than the than the than the. I mean, the mo- one that makes the most sense is Joel. Like they haven't shown Joel really. <laughs> He's in a wheelchair. He just huh? He's got half a. Leg. He's all of a sudden it's turned into Logan. It's yeah. just, he's completely <laughs> detrimental. And he's the, and the whole time he's like, "Are you really holding the bow that way?" Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember how he talks. I hope he like it's just Danny Glover going. I'm too old for this. <laughs> He was too old for it last game. Which, by the way, Danny Glover was in that movie I watched. And he's told the me. best part. You told me. Because he's talking about white voice. And he just goes, imagine you're sitting there. Your Please bills, don't. He just goes, your bills are paid. <laughs> you got a job prospectus. <laughs> you got a hot wife. Everything's good. It's coming up good. Because he's describing white people. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. It's yeah. the best thing yeah. ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm comfortable in my skin. Uh, Amy Henning. Oh, on the cancellation. Person. Yeah. I like Amy Henning. I know. I if, meant that. I feel like we just need somehow, uh, if Kojima appeared, we'd have the trifecta here. Yeah. Your, <laughs> all your favorites in one place. We'd have John's BLT. We'll go ahead and put like Cliff Blazinski and, uh. How good's a BLT? What thing? do I have against Cliffy B? I don't know. You just. Feel you're thinking like, of you're thinking of the of all, Todd get, Howard. We'll put Todd Howard on the. Afford. I love Todd Howard. You're thinking of the game. Whoa, Awards his guy. voice got hot, and he called somebody oh, Cliffy B. Sean, hold on one second. <laughs> who's the Who's the dingus from the Game Awards? That's the guy I hate. Oh yeah. Um, Don't say his name, but say it. Jeff Keeley. Keeley. He's a nice guy from. Yeah, he's who nice loves too. Kojima? He wanted to come on our show, <laughs> and bring Kojima, and we said, "Sure, get back with us." Turns out. Uh, anyways, Amy Henning on the cancellation <laughs> of the Star Wars game during a fireside chat at Game Lab Conference in Barcelona. That's a really random one. That's a great um, place to be, though. An audience member lobbed a question concerning whether EA had canceled the game because it was single player. This would be the single player Star Wars game that Amy was previously working on. With visceral. Yeah. Uh, the game or the question was, quote, there was quite a dilemma a few months ago about EA in this question of whether single player games are dead. What do you think about that? According to Henning, she said, I don't fault EA for the decision as hard as it was for me personally. I understand the challenge. 
we have come at this in different ways. I think it's about portfolios of games at different price points that allow us to do more than just the PUBGs, Fortnites, and Destiny clones. I love it. I love that quote. I would like to point out that she did not definitively dismiss the idea that single-player games are dead. Why are you doing this? Yeah, Why she, are you that's the only mode? reason you put this on. Yeah. I think like it is actually for EA they are. <laughs> for EA they are. I mean, outside of like little small things. That's just the way that company operates. If I were her, I would I, and I didn't understand this in, to begin with. I would partner with Ubisoft because to me Ubisoft seems to be the one that's like, look, we're Bethesda. Take your pick of one of those two. They seem to be the ones that are willing to risk and say Go do this. And if you don't want to do the multiplayer thing, we think they near, there needs to be something in there. We will gladly give it off to one of our 500 studios worldwide to help make that part so you don't have to be a part of it. I'm just fascinated with the idea that no, none of our none of our video game websites out there have attacked the industry for kicking a, a woman out of two projects in a row. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody's taken a bite out of that one. That angle. Okay. She's had a bad run well, these remember, past three or four years. There was, there was another one who was kicked out of a job that they're all upset about. I'm surprised you didn't put it in here. Uh, oh. I don't remember. Oh, you didn't hear about that? The one uh, who worked at uh, Guild Wars got fired because she got into a Twitter war with someone. And then, like, an R guy got it's fired, basically too. basically out there now, Chris. Just say it's, it. It's, uh, it's, okay. It's, I can't, it's, it's Jessica. I can't remember her last name. Basically, she came on and she said, like, she was talking about branching narratives and how hard it was, right? And a fan got on there. Very respectfully, I have to, um, you know. Chris, attest to the respectfulness. Yeah, like, I read it. And I was like, this is not <laughs> offensive at all. But um, she, he, the fan basically said, like, well, this is what I think as far as kind of disagreed with her. But, you know, said and ended with, like, but I respect your opinion. And she came back and she copied his tweet and said something along the effect. It was like, imagine this, another man telling me how to write a game. Because that's what she does. And, like, it blew up, and another guy from there kind of came to her defense, and and Guild, uh, whatever the studio that makes that game, kind of folded and, and fired both of them uh, off of that, saying it was kind of detrimental to their brand. So mm. that's what happened. So, of course, you know, it's kind of created this big thing because it's like a war kind of going on. Like, the sub-community of Guild Wars was pretty pissed off at her, you know, because they're like... This guy is kind of saying things that we kind of think are actually true concerns to the game, and you're just going to dismiss him in this way. And then on the other side, you have the games media, which is really funny because, you know, she was the one who's insulting, but also she's, you know, a very progressive person. So it's like they were mixed as far as where they went on that. And really, it just felt like on all ends, as far as someone who's just like looking at this from afar, it felt like something that when I looked at it, I was like, everyone just overreacted in this and it made no sense for you to do that. Cause I was like, you all just ride this out for two weeks. No one's going to be talking about this. No one's going to care about this. Did the person that lobbed the criticism respond in any way? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, like he might have put something else up there, but it wasn't he, from everything I saw, like it wasn't offensive. I didn't hear about it till I was watching Colin's show, and that was the first time 
I saw well, him. Does the that. media share your general uh, uh, I mean, impression that it wasn't offensive? Well, Colin Campbell was, of course, like in defense of her. And I say that to him because he knows who that Kidding. name is. I forgot you had Who's Colin Campbell? I have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> Neither are half the people listening to the show. I That's guarantee right. you. Polygon.com. Email folks. us if you know Colin freaking was, Campbell. Was he defensive of her in the sense of she was right to say something? Because he yeah, was. Yeah. And I what, mean, look. Was it like her, he was her, This is someone. She is. She's. Look. She's an outspoken feminist sure, and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But she's also been someone who has been very direct and will say whatever the heck is on her mind. Yeah, she doesn't course. care how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, well, let me ask you this. So you work for a company. Whatever. We work yeah. for a company. We can't exactly be found out about something we do that is sure. controversial in social, social media. Sure. How do we not know that that company has the same kind of guidelines? Oh, that's, that's the reason why they fired her. I think like the point was, was Just like devil's advocate over here. It's one of those things like you're like, <laughs> God, you overreacted because but, it's, you know, like you, you made this bigger than what it would have been. Sure. I don't think this was really on the uh, outside of like the hardcore MMO Guild Wars 2 data, you know, fan base. I don't think the majority of people in gaming were even paying attention or cared about. You know this. when I found out about this? When I just said about something. three minutes exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I read about I it. I read about the firing, that. but I didn't, I, I really had, didn't pay attention to the controversy surrounding the controversy, yeah. if you will. Controversy. controversy yeah. yeah. I'm up to date. This next this <laughs> next thing that you're going to talk about is my favorite thing this week. Right. Uh, Nathan Fillion, Uncharted fan film. Fans have longed for Nathan, or or as a genre. Or. Boo for calling that out. Go. <laughs> Nathan Fillion to portray Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake in a feature film. Currently, there is a fan film found on YouTube that grants that wish in part. It's slick film. It's a slick film from director Alan Unger. Unger! It's creating quite a buzz, although it's not been endorsed in any way by Naughty Dog or PlayStation. Yeah, this is like, I watched this. It's 15 minutes long. It's got Nathan as, um, as, as of course, Nathan Drake. Uh, and then on the flip side, for those who are wondering, if you've ever watched Avatar, Stephen Lang, who played the primary villain in that, he's also in Tombstone as I clamp it. Um, he's been in a bunch of things. He's like a really good character actor. Yeah, he was, uh, most recently he was in that horror movie about the kids who go into that blind yes. man's house. Yeah, the Stephen blind Lang. dude. Yeah, that's dude. right. That was um, a creepy, creepy but role. He, he plays Sully. I don't know the girl who played Elaine. She's only in there for like one or two minutes. It doesn't matter. It was awesome. But it is like. They put the interface of the game. <laughs> it is, yeah. Like, right. Have you just, seen it, John? I haven't watched it yet. Dude, just you're the voice. Love it. It, it's one of those things no, like. I mean. Ten years ago, the first time I played Uncharted, I was like, they need to make this a movie and they need to make it Nathan Fillion. He just He's, looks like the character. And sounds like him. And I, sounds like him. It's one of those things where I, fans ask for it, ask for it, ask for it. Mm. Okay, you want a movie, but we'll cast yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark or, Wahlberg. Isn't the, isn't the kid Spider-Man, isn't he still set to play this role or has that changed? I, I don't know. Because I just, I don't know, man. This guy is... He is the spitting image of the character. Dude. He acts like the character, Dude. and his flipping name is Nathan. Dude, the only in the, in the Star Wars Solo movie, uh, they had a guy, a younger actor, who played a young Harrison Ford in another movie that Harrison Ford was in, would have been the pick to be Han Solo. I say that watching that movie, and the guy did okay. Nathan Fillion. No, I'm no. talking about something completely different. Uh, uh, so sorry. But in this case, Heinrich, they're gonna, uh, yeah, I can't remember. They're gonna, they're gonna do that again to where Nathan Fillion is the guy they need to do. 
and it's not going to be it. It's like I understand now because Nathan Fillion, if you're going to make a $300 million movie, right, he's – look, the one time he got that kind of thing with serendipity – or serenity, I'm sorry, it didn't really turn out that great in terms of gross for the box office, right? Uh, he's always been a big TV star. He, you know, Castle. You know, that's Castle's his – That's focus. probably – it's been for him. He's always been the guy who starred in the little small B movies like, uh, Dr. Um, Terrible Sing Along or what his name. I can't remember. You know, with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Dr. It, Terrible awesome. Sing Along. It's awesome. That's a great little yeah. movie. Um, and I believe he's what Captain Hammer in that movie. Oh, that's uh, the name of my Richard today. <laughs> but I kind of like, I was thinking, look, as far as what I liked about it, and it was like when I watched it, I was like, this is the kind of person you need. To make a video game movie. Like, this is the kind of addition that... I, I mean, he was smart to do this. And Nathan was a, a producer on this. So, like, he understood he was helping this guy out, too. I'm like, this is the kind of thing you need to show Hollywood. Like, look, here's 15 minutes of just an Uncharted game made into a movie. And it works. It's funny. If you know the character, it feels right. It's written right. And you're like, Neil Druckmann and Amy had nothing to do with this. Well, here's and the it problem. still sounds good. Here's the problem. It's not endorsed in any way by, like you said, not yeah. PlayStation. Well, so fine. I hope nothing negative comes from it. I hope the the buzz that is out there now, it's quite positive. Like, yeah. like you said, um, it really turns it into something. I don't know what it wouldn't it be great if something like this turned out to where they, you know, they were like, you know what? Nathan needs to be the guy to be Nathan. Let's make it happen. Sorry, new kid. Um, if you want to see the video and you haven't, you obviously can find it on the internet, but I did link it in our uh, Twitter stuff as well. So I will say I would be fine with, um, what's his face? Uh, old Peter Quill from, uh, freaking guardians. Yeah. Uh, Chris, dang it. He could be good. Yeah, right. like he he seems like you know I I could see him as a Drake. I can see him as an Indiana Jones, whatever. Because he just got that he's got that freaking personality. It, it works. Why can't I think of his name right now though? Chris Pratt. Thank you. Oh, that's yeah. I was like Chris something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, we love a good patch. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, the battle for Azeroth. That's amazing. It's not terrible. Terrible. No, ter- terrible. Sorry. Good enough. No terrible. You're supposed to come in like Shaq. It's not terrible. It's, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> like Shaq? I actually do an okay Shaq. That's pretty good Shaq. Yeah. That's pretty good Shaq. Um, the Battle for Azeroth pre-patch is now out. Here is some of what it does. John doesn't know what any of this means. Nothing. The Burning Legion have hard been, to write. Yeah. The Burning Legion have been defeated and Sagaris has finally Sargeris been, eh, cool. whatever, about uh, has finally been locked away in Illidan. With Illidan. Yeah, whatever. It's cool. That's uh, the pre-patch with, no one cares about this 50 year old game. Ooh, you can definitely, oh, oh. especially definitely send that stuff in. <laughs> the pre-patch will introduce new quests each week leading up to the war that starts the battle for Azeroth. Uh, players will be able to change the appearance of some of their characters with customization options. War mode has replaced PvP in the world. Uh, connecting with friends is now easier. It's adding a more decent voice chat system. That's yes. cool. The, sure there are more. Well, the voice chat system, they're trying to basically mimic Discord because it's kind of the hard, I know the hot like thing right now. When I've logged on to play over or watch the RDM PC and I was in there with you, like I like how it just automatically puts my Discord people on the side of the screen. I could see who was talking. Yeah. It's pretty dope. The customization options, uh, think of orcs, how they all, they've always kind of bent over. They're going to be more straight up. Blood elves are yeah, going to yeah. be able to have different eye colors. Um, the war mode, is is gonna be it's gonna be different 
because they're taking out PvP. Um, and basically, you're going to be able to go to certain areas, queue up that you want to do PvP, and it's going to be part of the war mode. I don't. I'm not going to be a big fan of that. So uh, we'll see. Another big it's thing sucks. Uh, though in this particular version, you got an artifact weapon. They're taking away the certain ability that that weapon can have because they're doing a, a squish and stats and damage and stuff. They have to do that to control it because at some point you're going to be so powerful. Europe in now. And I did check with Josh, who I'm playing with now currently. Yeah. Um, and he, no said, like he says no like that uh, <laughs> it was weird. I got a text from him. He said the new interface is mm-hmm. weird. Uh, when we were at Wendy's right before the show, he said that the game was not playable. They were still patching it. So hopefully by the time I get and home. And Josh is Sicilian. Chris's yeah. Chris best friend. Someone yeah. doubted me. Yeah. I know Will all you my please friends. Please stop doing that with a straw. I will kill you. Yeah, you're literally doing the you, one thing I, he hates in the you, world. You, you are next to a microphone. And I'm away from it. I'm trying to do It's it. a microphone that picks up noises. I don't next week it. we're going to give you a cup of ice to chew. Jesus, I'm fixing. I have, I have the thing where I could literally attack you for making that noise. He really could. Uh, finally this week. Yeah, uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my wife in wow. their 10th anniversary. Uh, go. go. <laughs> <laughs> finally this week. Uh, go. <laughs> 20th anniversary. 50 years, honey. Is it in yet? <laughs> Whoa. Ubisoft. Whoa. 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 Really? No. Really? Don't know where that came from. <laughs> Ubisoft's record <laughs> first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> Ubisoft's record first quarter. Ubisoft. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> Ubi. U- Ubisoft's record Q1. first quarter. Q1. Ubisoft has released its Q1 financials ending March 31st and attributed the growth to back catalog sales. Ubisoft has confirmed its release schedule for the current quarter, which ends in September. Far Cry 5, Living Dead, and Lost on Mars DLC for Honors Season 7, Ghost Recon Wildlands Special Operation 2, and Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, Siege Season 3. They also confirmed that the first DLC package for South Park, thank God, will be released on July 31st for $11.99. Ubisoft reported $488 million in sales and $444 million in digital net bookings. I think they um, said, you know, and we, we called it Ubisoft's record Q1. This is their biggest quarter they've ever had. We didn't actually ever? Say of all them. time? Forever, but, um, ever? Yes. They said this is their biggest quarter. Forever, never seems that long. It's the biggest one. It was so huge. You wouldn't believe how big it was. Everyone's talking about They say, look how great your quarter is. Why am I turning into Arnold Schwarzenegger? I liked it. He had a great video, didn't he, John? It was pretty good. Look at you, look at you kneeling down at the little Putin, you little girly man. <laughs> You're laughing at just That's that. Funny. Yeah. It was funny. Um yeah. speaking of that. Yeah, good for you, Ubisoft. Uh Correct. apparently there's a reason why you have all these games that have seasons because you make a lot of money. You guys want to wrap this up? Never. Eh, just to be safe.
about the future. Emails. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Wait, say it. Say it, John. John. Email. We didn't do. Uh, <laughs> do it again, John. Say it again. It comes in pints. Bring me wooden oil. I'm getting on. I'm getting on. I know your face. <laughs> and my axe. <laughs> you have no power here. Gandalf Stormcrow. <laughs> God. Fool of a took. <laughs> he, he's, he's a great Gandalf, dude. All this right. Woo. <laughs> You just crossed into <laughs> the realm of Gondor. <laughs> Look for me on the third day. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold the gates. Do you know how scared I would have been if I was Frodo going to some weird village restaurant bar and It'd I had to go weird. find a guy? Uh, that's the prince. Name's Strider. Poem. Yeah. Strider. Name's Strider. <laughs> He's one of them rangers. <laughs> yeah. That's like the most like out of wow someone sounds in that movie is that yeah. barkeep. <laughs> Hello, Guy little no- masters. Yeah. Hello, little. Yeah, he's like, goes by the name of Strider. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God. Well met. I'm just waiting for him to appear. My name's Strider. But that's not the way he goes. My name's uh, Strider. We didn't do our emails this week, so we got quite a few. Last week. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we didn't do them last week. Guys. I don't care about time. It's just a thing. Yeah. It's just a made-up thing. It's all thing. relative anyway, right? Exactly. Just a man-made invention. Whoa, is that a Nintendo by your head? I don't know. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Cool. If you want to write in your thoughts, just like Dano did. What up? What's up, man? Hold up. You can write in to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Hold That's up. weeklygameschat at gmail.com. He says, hey, bros. What's up, bro? Hope you're doing well. It's first off, wanted to let you guys uh let you guys know we had some sad news. Our house was broken into last weekend. We lost all of our belongings from our camera equipment to the games machines. That includes their Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. I hope you had insurance, buddy. I really do. Um and I hope you get justice. At least you guys are safe. Hopefully you guys are safe. Yeah, that's the important thing. Yeah, um, I know that's hard to think about, but man. He says, though, the main reason I was writing in was I have an idea for your summer podcast. Wouldn't it be interesting to have a discussion about the relevance of retail and if it's still important to have it in this day and age of digital content? What is the future of retail? Yes, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and what are your ideas? I think this would be a great debate to have as there are mixed opinions on what the world should be going forward. Okay. Uh, love you guys and thank you for a great podcast. Game on from London. Hey, game on, Dano. Thank you. That's for a really the love. cool discussion. Yeah. We definitely could we've, do that. We've, um, we got quite a few. We, we've flirted with that before. Yeah. Uh, when we bring up things like GameStop and John's belief that GameStop will be non-existent in about six months. Uh, <laughs> but he still buys Spider-Man t-shirts from there. Every pop he can. I didn't buy it. Cause um, it was a Smedium. <laughs> and you're definitely and not I'm a, and I'm a fatium. <laughs> we do, we do not wear. Um, speaking of t-shirts and things, there's a guy I follow. Uh, it's Carl Ruiz. He's a Food Network star. He uh, he's Guy Fieri's friend, and I follow him on Instagram. Mm. And he had a shirt that said, "I'm fat. Let's party." Oh, okay. And I said, "I like your shirt at 
his name, mm-hmm. and uh, you rock. And he gave me a like on public or social there you media. Go. That guy used to wear mediums. That guy rules. I remember that guy. <laughs> Why do you have that picture of yourself? It oh, was, it popped because your on, name's John. It popped up on Facebook. That was me. when John had that great exercise routine of run three miles and then come back and smoke a candle. <laughs> <laughs> It was six miles. Oh yeah, that's right. And then and then cap it off on Fridays with a bunch of sailor days, <laughs> yell at each other till three a.m. It was fun times. Um, next up, Will writes in. He says, "Hey guys, long time first time. <laughs> a quick few things. A few quick things. Sorry, Ronaldo to Juventus. Did I say that right? Uh, Juventus. It's fine. I got there almost. I got Ronaldo. Yeah, you did. Yeah, good thing. Uh, wild right, cha cha. You you screwed it he up. Still twice. didn't spell it right." Uh, but that is crazy. Guys, World Cup's been great. It's like LeBron going to the Lakers. It's that crazy. Yes. Uh, two, weather discussion last week. I live in South Carolina. Clemson Tigers, baby. Uh, Georgia, Wyoming, San Antonio, and now Minneapolis. Literally everywhere thinks they have the hottest, most humid weather. The South is for sure the hottest, with San Antonio probably the worst I've endured. Or I've lived in Houston being the worst I've visited. People elsewhere, especially in Minnesota, think that 90 degrees, 60 percent humidity is awful. Get real. This happens 10 months out of the year in Texas. Don't move there. <laughs> I'll say this. You haven't been. It looks like you haven't been to the northeast. And that was my point. That's the most humid I've ever experienced is up there. The hottest is definitely down here consistently. Right. We can all agree on that. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we go through hell eight months out of the year. Um, next up, I travel for work a few times a month. The Switch is awesome. Skyrim, Mario, FIFA, Tennis, Crash, all on a plane. He said Crash. Zam. The last thing he said was Crash. Dude, crash all is, on a plane. Crash is outsold. No, uh, I'm talking about crashing a plane. It's just a weird word to include oh, in a plane oh, ride. Because that. Because that. That's all in one. Uh, I got a baby on the way. Congrats. It's my first. Yeah. We know what you did to make it. You used a Richard. Uh, how in the world do you guys balance gaming and a newborn? It's due in early November, which is incredibly inconvenient timing for Fallout 76 and Red Dead Redemption 2. Here's the thing. What you do first is you don't have a baby. No, well, no. Well, I, I bought Aiden when he was five. I, well, I literally I, I have a, a, a recent baby to toddler to uh, young kid now. And when you're a baby, it's fine. They're going to sleep a lot, and they're only going to cry when they they're hungry or stuff like that. So you're still going to be able to game. The problem is, here's the problem: uh, they're going to have we- they're going to have weird schedules. Yeah, at a young age, that are going to mess you up, and you're going to learn that you're going to stay up playing, and then you're like, I can go to bed because it's one o'clock, and the baby's going to wake up at two fifteen. From what I've <laughs> from what I've gathered through the years of my friends having them. Um, oh yes, yeah, so let's listen to this. Yeah. I mean, like this is just from a the guy far- who has them. You know, from a far away, from a far away perspective, obviously, you know, I don't know what's like in the house, mm-hmm. of course, every night. But from far away, it, from what I've noticed, the first two years, you just have to understand that you're probably not going to get the game as much as you used to, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah, you know, just work it when you can, and, and but make sure everything else is good at home well, first. I'll t- yeah, I'll but then this. I've you, noticed you, once kids get to that toddler age, yeah. and especially you know, school season, it's like, look, if the kids in bed by nine o'clock every night you're good you know and you normally are going to stay up to midnight well you know some of that maybe not all of it of course yeah you got to have a life and a family and and take care of home but you could do 30 minutes to an hour let me chime in here aiden (laughs) who's sitting right behind me Uh has this summer 
completely ruined my video game life. Well, that's because you have no spine. Because he now goes to bed at three a.m. between eleven and midnight. Ah, so my gaming has to start. He's a teenager between but, eleven. But here's the problem, Joe. I can't feel bad for you. Yeah, you have several TVs, several systems. You you could t- if he's playing on the Switch, you buy him a Switch. Let's put it this way: I watch. Jeff with his child basically tell him to shut up and go play yeah. what he wants to play because he's going to play Quick what he example. wants to play. Jeff bought his son a Switch. Yep. Bought his son an Xbox. Okay, here's the problem. Mike Wait, D? Let, I'm interrupting you. You, you I will know. be silent. I know. You are, I'm not allowed to I, hit the kid. Well, I don't hit mine Jeff doesn't a hit lot. the kid. Yeah. That's your problem. You should try it sometime. <laughs> it's great. I'm not allowed <laughs> to hit him. Okay? Okay. So well, why when, he, him? when he... Have you seen him? He's amazing. I'm not Just take hit, away what I'm he not, wants. I'm not going to hit the kid. Yeah. You giving me parent <laughs> advice is the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard. It's the well, greatest. Good. You do it all the time. It's great. good. It's great. Listen, it's like you look from the outside and you go, Aiden, like, I can see where you screwed every up. Every kid is different. Yes. Aiden has the talent of when he's not getting what he wants. Mm-hmm. He's he literally behind will him. will make you miserable. He's ready to go right now. So what? And. I mean, like. Make him miserable. That's we, what I, my voice would be. This is all right. We're, I'm trying to have a fun conversation, and you keep I questioning the parenting. I'm, I'm like coming back. I'm like, well, you know, make him miserable. That's well, what I Jonathan. Would do. If you just raise the kid, right? I never that's, said that. I just said gr- make him John, miserable. That's a great line. But you see, so you're saying he has a way to nag and make it to where uh, you're. You can't. It's enjoy impossible what, for you to yeah. enjoy. What I you're know doing. exactly what you mean. Hence, I'm not allowed to hit him. Right. Well, I, well don't I you just send him to your room? Yeah. I would. I don't want to resort to hitting. I'm saying, open your wallet and buy him a switch. I'm surprised you haven't hit Tinley yet. I would just tell him. I've, I, I guess, like, <laughs> I don't know. I've been. I've been. There's been a little pops sitting here and there. Look, I've been detoxified because I, I've hung out with Jeff enough now around Holden. Where I've watched him basically put him in this place, and if you're like, you think that's something exclusive to him, it's not. Yeah. I can, I, know. I can attest to that. Ooh, that kid his is favorite word. That kid is freaking. You know, I love holding to death, but he's a kid, and sometimes he's just so impatient. He wants everything. That man, he just he does what he has to. He doesn't yeah. care. He's like, look, you're gonna be what I want you to be right now. Well, look, Respectful. Life is gonna tighten up because you're gonna you're gonna get possibly better internet. <laughs> And we're gonna get a uh, fundraiser. I think that's going your for for Aiden's next system. <laughs> yeah, John's yeah. pissed. Yeah. Uh, thanks for taking my email and continuing to put out two hours of quality content every week. Hey, we're at one forty right now. Uh, I'm not sure how big you guys are, how many listeners, or even if y'all make a dime off of this. So thanks again and game on. We are all multimillionaires. We are so I'm in famous. Debt. <laughs> And we have tons of listeners. Thank, no, it's for real. Thank you guys. It's people like you, good sir, that uh, make us keep going. And acid. Yeah. Andrew dropped by, oh, uh, my God. John's, oh, John's, look at that. John just wanted, ladies to- and gentlemen, imagine a world where you run a speed test uh, with a ping of 11. <laughs> down, <laughs> say it, Chris. Download speed of what? 904 myths. <laughs> 904. Yeah. And a Actually, we'll upload. do we'll do them a favor. We'll round that up to nine hundred five. You can't get that speed here in Columbus. Yeah, you can. You can if you get fiber optic. No, you can if you have Wow. Yeah, fiber optic. That's what no, they use. No, is that what they use now? Yeah, that's how you get that speed. He's right. Is yeah. that Wow the Directv competitor? Yes, not the massively multiplayer online role playing game I want yes. you to play. 
Um, he, <laughs> Andrew sent that to us as, of course, John's, uh, uh is it he, brother-in-law? He, right. he says something at the bottom. And he said, he sends oh, that first off, he titled this dropping off my speed test so you guys can drool. Yep. And then he said, game on your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. Indeed. Hey, that's our, that's our, that's, that's our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, David wrote in. Oh. He, of course, famously sent. <laughs> um, I love this guy. Hold on here. This is, wait, that's an old one. I gotta scroll down because of the way this does it. Wait, where the heck is it? It's at the very top. It always is. No, because like this is the old one. Oh, that is from December. Yeah, that's from December. Why did this come up in here? I don't know. Uh oh. Have you been hacked? <laughs> this Be is funny. amazing. 12, 5, 11. Okay, here we go. June 6th. Just a there li- we go. There it is. There he is. I just had to. Apparently, for whatever reason, it went a weird order. See, Chris, Gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, continue. I want to hear it. It's you, guys never do. you guys never continue. You just no, no, no. I want, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear your dissertation on Gmail. Dissertation, he says. <sighs> David, who of course sent us beer way back, writes in and says, "What up, fellow Richards? It's been a while. What up, my friend? It took me a second. I had to read that, and You're I was like, Shabinawa. Like, <laughs> I'm like, aha, got it. <laughs> Activate Shabinawa because that needs to be on a shirt. Yeah, just like that. Uh. <laughs> Just looking to shoot a quickie at you, Richards, <laughs> since you asked for topic ideas. See what you did there, sir. Brilliant. I swear, I think I heard a few episodes back that John had never played a JRPG. That's going to end. Neither have I, and I'm 40 freaking one. What? A few months ago, however, I downloaded the first Octopath Traveler demo on Switch John. eShop, and after playing for playing it for about around five hours, I think I may have found a completely new genre I might enjoy, if not end up loving it. That game, from what I've played so far, is something else. So two questions. First, have any of you either played Octopath Traveler demos? There were two, I believe. You are right. Uh, secondly, I would love to hear John's reaction to playing Octopath, either just the demo or the full game. I think it would be a great perspective hearing such a game from someone who has never breathed never breached the JRPG genre. What say you, John, you up for playing said game, deflowering your non JRPG self <laughs> and giving yourself thoughts, knocks and Richards on Octopath. <laughs> that was a great saying. Thoughts, Thus, knocks and Richards. That's another shirt. Uh, also, Chris, you know, the whole John's abysmal internet thing could have been circumnet, uh, circumvented if you just bought another Switch. Wait a minute. Does this guy know? Is he watching our lives? What's happening <laughs> right now? Hollow Knight could go anywhere you're going. I'm just saying. Peace, <laughs> Natty Light, and copious mom's boxes. Whoa. That's funny. We're gonna David to in Northern We got to hang out with David one day. I want to hang out with this David. This is crazy. Can we announce what our topic is next week? Is it fair? Yeah. It is going to be Octopath Traveler. John, did you happen to play the demo? I did. Don't you tell them what you Don't thought about it. Don't say anything else. And John, do you currently own Octopath Traveler? <gasps> it is entirely possible. It is. Oh, um, secondly, you're going to laugh at yourself when you hear about Chris's adventure. Shut up. We'll leave it at that. And uh, It's too bad Chris can't play it. Yeah, yeah it really shame. is. Thanks shame. for the email, David. Is it? As shame. always, shame. quality, oh. quality stuff. Thank oh. you, sir. And hey, we'll get to that. Oh. <laughs> Uh, next up, TJ writes in and says, Hey, Weekly Games Chat. What up, TJ? My show suggests, oh, this is, I actually shared this with the guys and I, we might actually, I think, 
we were this really great. strongly considering this one. Yeah. Uh, my show suggestion is the triad. Each of you pick a game, different game from a specific genre and argue why a brand new gamer should play said game first. Your fans will then vote to pick a winner. I like it. Nice and simple to the point. Yeah. And like Chris alluded, we seriously thought about doing a version, if not exactly like that, in the coming weeks. So it could be coming. TJ, you might be on to something. You never friend. know. Uh, next up, NC. Well, hold on. Let me see if he actually. He's gonna, he no, he doesn't. He says it. Does he? Yeah. Where? First line. Oh, okay. Hey, guys. Uh, Nick here from New York, a.k.a. Hydraberg. Yeah, what's up, Nick? Not sure if that's on it PlayStation is. or. It's or, on the Twitter. Okay. Uh, with the hints that Nathan Fillion social media has been dropping. And by the time you read this, it will most likely be known that Nathan Fillion will be, Fillion will be starring in a Drake Uncharted movie. I wanted to share a hopeful movie cast I put together. Here it goes. I think he's, he's reaching here because I think he's thinking that he was dropping a, a full feature, but this is still cool. Drake, of course, Nathan Fillion, uh, Lazarvik, which would be Vinnie Jones. Um, I'm not sure who that is right offhand. Chloe would be LD Young, Cutter, Jason State, uh, Stratham, Stratham, of course. Statham. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's probably missed Sully Delroy, De- 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 Delroy Lindo for Thank some you. diversity. Jesus H. Christ. Elian, Elena Charlie, uh, no, Charlie's <laughs> Theron or Amy Smart. I don't even know where Amy Smart is these days. Sam. He's got Russell Crowe or Bradley Cooper. Hmm. I, I can see Bradley Cooper as the young. Well, no, Han. Because, yeah, no, Russell Crowe makes more sense because he is his older brother. Rafi would be Aiden Gillian, a.k.a. Littlefinger, or Edward Norton. Hmm. Uh, Alcazar would be F. Murray Abraham. Because he needs the job. Is he alive? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Catherine Marlowe, Helen Mirren. I agree with that. That's that a good makes one. sense. Talbot. Would be Crispin Glover, Nadine, uh, Nathalie Emil, or a Furious Seven in Game of Thrones fame, or Tessa. Tom- I actually like Tessa Thompson. That would I, I could see her in that role. What do you guys think? Game on. Uh, first of all, I think that you're awesome for putting this list together. Uh, I like this kind of stuff when we when we um, just kind of guess and hypothesize and. Did you ever whatnot. read? Did you ever read Wizard magazine as a kid? No. Yes. Every every month they would uh, feature they would cast a comic book movie, and they would they would it was always fun to see what they would so do. I can't I can't do the you're a nerd thing right now. Go for it. Sure you can. <laughs> My favorite one was when they cast it was either X Men or X Force. They cast and at the time he could have played the role. They cast Cable as Clint Eastwood. It would have been perfect. Clint Eastwood as Cable makes a lot of sense to me. Didn't you play that in Gran Torino? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, finally, Ever writes in. His Twitter is Everlonzo, if you want to hit him up. E-V-R-L-O-Z-A-N-O. Uh, of course, as you all know, last week we came together and formed a collective top five games you need to play so far that are out in 2018. Ever wrote in with his. He says, so far his top five games are number one. And I'll do it the other way. Because Sean hates it when I do it the one yeah, way. When you, when you bust. Because, you know, <laughs> here in, early and I don't stuff. know if you know this. In America, we, we read from down to up. Yeah, what? Um, number five, Far Cry what, what 5 slash Far Cry 3 Classic Edition. 
He says, like Far Cry 5 in the USA setting, but by the time I finished two of the three sections, I was just ready for the game to be over. Agreed. Uh, bought the season pass only because you would get a digital copy of Far Cry 3 once it released during the summer. Once it came out, I sunk another 10 to 20 hours into it before Moonlighter took over. Number four, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, fun game. Don't normally play anime looking games, but this one caught my eye. The fact that y'all covered it made me, made it even better for me. Uh, number three, and I've actually been meaning to pick this up. I've heard good things. Uh, Moonlighter on PS4. Not usually a fan of the 16 bit graphic games, but this one had me hook. Dungeon Crawler at night, Shoe Keeper by day, Monster, or Shopkeeper by day. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, monster drops for upgrading weapons and armor, but also for selling at your shop during the day. But since you don't know at what price you to sell your stuff, you have to keep an eye on customers to see how they'll react to your prices. Also, you have thieves come in and try to steal your stuff while you're uh, checking customers at the front counter. Really enjoying this game. And I would not be surprised if it stayed in my top five for the whole hey, year. John, I'm to check piece. that out. Uh, Monster Hunter World comes in at number two. He says he's a Monster Hunter fan since the PSP game, so this is a dream come true. Top graphics and constant free updates. Indeed. And, of course, number one, as it should be, as it always will be. Spelunker. Uh, the beginning, the end, <laughs> all of time. God of War. For all the reasons y'all talked about, as play said, exactly. I mean, you have an axe. You can throw it, and then you can tell it to come back. What more do you need in life, right? Indeed. Uh, the Chaos Blades. Oh. Oh, but that's it. Next couple of months, bring the AAA games we're waiting for. So I can't wait. Game on, guys, and I'll see you all next week. Game on, good sir. Great, great list. I, and look, if you guys want to match, talk about your top five games, that game Moonlighter, I don't, it's not even on my radar. And now I want to play it. So yeah. that would, that would help us probably create some content as well. Speaking of Nino Cooney, Chris, I have expected that one to kind of show up on your list when we first started I I talking. I remember. About it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did not finish it. I remember um, he, it was, it was a mixed bag for me as far as my, you didn't uh, play it. No, the way that I felt that he felt about it. Oh, really? I, I enjoyed it. I mean, but of the ones I was willing to fight for is pretty low on my list. I mean, you saw what my actual these guys actually you guys did not see this but these guys actually saw what my initial thought of what my top five would be um and we kind of just went from there um so you know of the ones i would say i was willing to fight for nino cooney never really entered my mind so cool but it's still a great game and who knows maybe it will end up on my final top five doubt it probably not um (laughs) Yes. Uh, Sean. Yeah. People write us at Twitter. Yeah, they do. That it. Twitter is at Weekly Game Chat. Indeed. Uh, like like we had last week, uh, we also had some things we didn't quite say or give you guys a shout out for, so I'm going to do that now. Uh, at Josh underscore LeBeau. I thought you were about to say Dalton. No. Uh, he says, at Weekly Game Chat. What's y'all's hey. topic intro from? I keep getting X-Men Evolution vibes. I may Ooh. have gave him a hint. It is not X-Men Evolution, um, but that's pretty cool that that's what he heard. Uh, at Tyrannotortoise says at Weekly Game Chat. I mean, Chat, we're not even gonna uh, say. Well, it's that's daft to say that, Chris. So, I mean, let's not don't be, be a punk about, about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, at, at Tyrannotortoise, we just told you everything you needed. So yeah. if you can't figure it out, I'm sorry. Um, at Tyrannotortoise said at Weekly Game Chat was thinking as far as you know things we could maybe talk about. 
Uh, maybe you guys could do some follow-up episodes on games you started mm. but didn't finish by the time you gave your reviews. Uh, I remember Chris saying he'd go back to Kingdom Come Deliverance. I do need to go back to that. <laughs> game on. So that those are that's excellent. See, the fun part of that is like whenever you have that idea, it sounds great in your mind until you realize like, you know, I think both these guys will attest I'm consistently wanting to play the new thing. So it, it's very rare. It was really nice the last month to have kind of a break a little bit till till yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Then Sunday it began again. <laughs> then it began again. <laughs> so uh, like I said, I, I tweeted the short clip of the Naughty Dog. I mean, not the Naughty Dog, but the Uncharted uh, Nathan Fillion thing. Uh, and I said, this is one of my favorite fan made things ever. I think Chris would agree. Sure. Not sure about John. I didn't mean that you wouldn't like it. I knew you hadn't seen it yet. I said, but I hope so. Uh, and then reply to that at J.S. Engelhart said at Weekly Games Chat, how could anyone possibly hate on Naughty Dog? Hashtag game on fellas. So that's John pretty, finds a way. So that's pretty, pretty dope. Even though uh, he loves their games. <laughs> let's see if this is one. Nope. That's not it. Okay. So. Uh, if you guys remember a couple weeks back, um, at Nat the Gooner, <laughs> Nat underscore the underscore Gooner, Ooh. told us he needed help with Pokemon uh, Go. Um, his, his his family, if you remember, they had secret friends, so we put out his friend code and, um, you know, basically tried to hook him up for some people. Uh, and he says, thanks. Um, he was, he was slightly shocked to find out this is a direct message that I am a Tottenham fan. He's an Arsenal fan. Chris and John have now tuned out because it's soccer. Uh, so that should make us massive. Bama football's coming in nine days. You know how like it's Auburn and Alabama shorter. are in college football? Yeah. Tottenham and Arsenal are like major rivals in the gotcha. English Premier League. Uh, fun fact. Ooh. Um, Arsenal are the Gunners and their fans are known as Gooners. It's probably where he gets his name from. Uh, that makes says, sense. He says, as a topic for your summer podcast, it would be nice, nice. Uh, if you guys could give us the backstory to how your podcast started. I remember uh, you, uh, yeah. you were talking about this. I've always been puzzled. Uh, I've, That's I've right. always been puzzled the professional level of production, yet you all seem to have other jobs not related to the game industry. I can do this right now because we don't need a full topic on this because okay. we've actually said this before. Um, if you go back, I think it's like around the 100th episode, we... I believe I summarized how this happened, but in short, basically we used to, my friend Tony started a podcast called Geek Versus Week. Uh, and after a little bit of time, he wanted to do offshoots to different parts of like nerd culture that he just personally wasn't heavily invested in. And he knew I was really big in the game. So he reached out to me, uh, and I started a show called Games and Games. Uh, you can go back our very first episode. You'll hear the terrible intro games and games, games and games. John remembers that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we watched it or we, we did the first couple of episodes pretty much by ourselves. And then like, I think it was like around the third or fourth episode. I brought John in for an episode and then a couple of weeks later I had Sean come in for an episode. And then slowly over the next couple of months, Sean and John just kind of either one of them would be on each week. And then eventually we got to a point where both of them were on. We kept showing up uninvited. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, <laughs> sweating in Chris's uh, apartment. God, that was hot. Um, Reminds me of today. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, warm. we got to a point where towards the 
end of the year, uh, Chris wanted to go off because he wanted to do a podcast on AMA, so he didn't feel like he had enough time. So once that happened, it just made sense to me as I was moving forward that the two guys who had pretty much been on every episode for the last three months should be the other co-host on the show with me. So we made them official co-host, which is why I always start and say, hey, welcome to Weekly Games ha- uh, Chat. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean and John. I didn't used to say that. If you go back and you listen, I'd say special friend of the show, yeah. Sean, special like friend that. of the show, John, uh, and things like that. And eventually, uh, we got to a point where with Geek uh, Versus, they wanted to go off and kind of branch out and do their own thing. And we wanted to branch off and kind of do our own thing, have a little bit more control. So we took over. We rebranded the show as Weekly Games Chat. Um, and... S- that's that's pretty much the way it's been since I want to say January of last year was around the time that we rebranded everything, and since then it's it's been that way. We should go back and find the clip. I think it was uh, Sean's first appearance on the show. Um, one of you mm-hmm. went into the theme music for Punch Out. Dun, 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 dun. I probably put that. And yeah. then you started going, "Welcome to games and games." <laughs> yeah. And then Sean chimes in and goes. Games and games. <laughs> games. Yeah. Sean doesn't remember. Kind of, but, but I was, was so, laughing. There was so long ago. Yeah. There were so many like little stupid things back then. Like, remember, uh, we had the episode, Chris, like, basically said what he imagined what you look like, like yeah. that it would be, um, I got with a bandana seen, and glasses. Even so, though he knew what I looked like, he yeah. said when he thought of what I should look like or something along these lines, it was a bandana. Yeah, like an America bandana with, uh, with glasses. So the next week, Sean comes in. And we're getting ready to start, and I say, okay, Chris, we're just going to start. Sean say he's going to use person. We don't, we don't have time to wait. And Sean comes back in, and he's wearing that, and Chris, like, Loses starts freaking mind. out. He completely forgot. He said Stop. This. Leave now. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? And we were like, dude, you oh. said this is what I look like in your head. And <laughs> final, final going down the road. Uh, it's called memory lane. Yeah, Chris. memory lane. Whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Down, you know, going down that road. Going down the road of memories. memories. <laughs> <laughs> you! No. <laughs> um, everyone, it, because the other question is, like, why do you end it with Game On? Uh, Game On is basically at the very first episode, because I had never done podcasts. You you can listen to that first episode, and look, I'm not going to act like I'm something great yeah, now. You pretty much di- digressed. I'm terrible. <laughs> but... As hard as it is to believe, I was much more terrible three years ago. It, it, it's a weird <laughs> thing when you first get in front of one of these mics, and I think you start thinking. You tense up. People are going to hear me. Like, yeah. oh, my God. You can hear your voice in your ears. It's uh, weird. Now it's second nature, but back then it was crazy. Yeah, the hardest thing to do with someone who's never done this before the first time when they come in is to kind of get them to relax and just be like, let's have we're a just, conversation. It's us. We're just talking. Yeah, we're don't worry about the fact that someone else is going to hear this. Just talk to me right now. Yeah. But at the very end, I didn't know how to end it. <laughs> so I looked at Chris, and I just went, game on <laughs> or something? And he went, no, and no, no. Yeah, he mocked it. So then – we cut and we came back and he wouldn't shut up every five seconds. He goes, game on, game on. And ever since then, I've, I've just made that the end, the sign off thing. That's what we always ended with. Uh, he, he wanted to further know how far, how, how far, how, how far, far apart back? do we all live? A relatively close. I, I technically, I'd live say we're in 15, 20 minutes of each other. 15, most. 20 minutes. I live in a different state, but it's one of those. 
John lives in my heart. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're imagine your state line is is like right there, so we're we're really close. Um, I'm being petted. Right he now. says, "What is DJ money?" <laughs> uh, he says, Spare "Sean's cash, a DJ. I'm a DJ. We we play on the fact that I'm world famous and I got money falling out of trees, which is just not whenever true. Sean says anything, he's like, "Yeah, but it costs us much." We're like, "Yeah, but you made three point five at like Bonnaroo last week." So we're just like, "Oh, yeah. that's right, DJ money." Um, what do we do as day jobs? I would say the safe bet is that we all. Or in the, can I say insurance field? Is that fair? I guess. I just said I, it. I mean, we'll just say we work for a major corporation. As a uh, quote unquote day job. That has nothing to do with this and we keep it as separate from this as we, yeah. as we can. We don't go around our, our employer and, and say, Hey man, you need to check this out. We're going to put this everywhere. Can you promote our game? You know, we don't do anything like that. Now, if we do have friends at work and, and talking, they may hear that we bring up something yeah, about gaming. Part. Or, or they'll go, did I hear you do it? And I'll say, well, yeah, we don't, we don't try to promote that there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. If you have any other questions, my you blood know type about us, is O negative. Uh, to, to give you an idea of what Chris is up to now, he now works at the same company as us. Uh, I recently, Hatchet, that is. Yeah, Chris Not Hatchet. Not me. Me, us three have been working here forever. For a long time. Yeah. And I recently saw him in a, in a What's room. What's old Questlove doing? He, he knew that he was going to see me in the same room. <laughs> And his, uh, he was going to hide in the back of the room. And as soon as I walked in, he was going to just start spamming me with game on. Without I like me knowing. <laughs> but I go in with Terminator head. As soon as I go <laughs> dun, in the door, dun, dun, turn dun, dun. and look directly at him because it's just a natural thing I do. Spoil the whole thing. But he's doing well. He has an amazing beard and a nice little tuft of hair. So that's where he's doing. I liked how he talked to you and really thought we were very, very important people. <laughs> And like you just slowly, see, Chris, this slowly is just like laugh it off. We're like, we're nothing. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> and we, and it's true. That's you, we Chris. Are. We are some, John and me believe we're somebody's. Mm-hmm. Cause God don't make no jump. You need to get on the More so men are ranking within the company. Uh, he says, if you guys remember, like I said, he had the, uh, thing where he was trying to get Pokemon Go Go users there you to go. be friends. He said he actually got three Pokemon Go buddies to trade eggs with from the podcast. Okay, he's gaining ground on his family. Nice, thank you. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna do him a solid nice. friend code for Nat the Gooner in England to play mm-hmm. Pokemon Go with nine two two zero seven five nine seven six four nine nine. Commence that rules, and he is my rival. So give him fun. There you go. Um, at four play gaming. If you guys remember, sometimes I bring. Foreplay gaming up and they give us much love on Twitter. We're constantly forwarded uh, amongst other podcasts they listen to as, as one of their favorites. So I can't thank you enough for play for, for at 4P gaming, which is foreplay gaming. Uh, he says, Hey, hello there, chaps. Long time, first time. What up? Sliding into your DMs. Oh my. That's funny. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed the podcast this week on the subject of the World Cup in England and football coming home. Did you know that Ninja? Yes, that ninja has streamed with Sir, that's funny, Harry Kane, Deli Alley, and Kyrian Trippier before. Those are all English national players. Pretty cool, right? We'll cut Harry, the, we'll, we'll, Tim Kane let me down. Uh, we'll cut the football chat there because we don't want to upset anyone. We're off to drink some beers with that developer that decided nice. to take the summer off for the tournament. Ha, yeah, that's all, funny. All the best, the guys at Four Play Gaming. So thank you guys so much. I responded, said, I love it. Definitely will mention it. And I said, you the best. Um, you the best. So, uh, at Mike Wiley 77 is the last one I'll bring up today before I get to our followers. Uh, hey, I have a random idea for a show one week. Since we still feel the need to make 2010 Borat references in 28, 
Very nice. Very nice. Hey, yeah, it's a new show. Maybe it would be cool to hear the wives of the podcast talk about how they deal with you guys every day. Chris can bring his hand. (laughs) JK. Uh, he says, uh, game on gentlemen. I feel like if I just. You're always smothering me. (laughs) I think I should just come like dressed as a, um, therapist and be like, how does it make you feel when he says he needs to play Pokemon instead of making love to you. <laughs> I told him I'd definitely run it by the guys, which I did beforehand. And I obviously did sure. just now, uh, he replied back. He said, LOL. Hope I didn't offend. You guys are awesome. Definitely did Maybe not we can offend do something us for uh mother's day next year. Definitely did not offend us. Okay. Right. Uh, Chris, you can't do this. What? Uh, but you did. Okay. Did you go, did you go do something with the followers? I didn't. Oh, well, Thanks for trying to put your failures well, on no, me. No, we, we had we had two. I was gonna, oh, somebody actually probably unfollowed us, which is funny now that I say that. Ooh. We had one a something, something. Okay. It's probably when you told Josh he wasn't Sicilian. He said, uh, no. F that. Uh, but thank you to at Torkscrew for the follow, giving you a follow Woo-hoo. back. And uh, Torkscrew, I'll give some love here. Um, he screws up gaming for the sake of fun. His Twitch TV handle is Torkscrew. That's T-O-R-K-S-K-R-E-W. Um, now if you go see Torque Screw, since I did that, tell him you heard all this stuff on weekly games chat. That'll be pretty cool. Um, again, if you guys want to reach out to me or to any of us through the, uh, Twitter handle, it's at weekly games chat. Thank you so much for the love. You guys rule for sure. Um, this has been episode 162 of weekly game chat getting closer and closer to 163. Um, <laughs> You like that? That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you like the show, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, pretty much every major podcast service, and you will be the lucky recipient of a new episode every Wednesday. And if you like the show, you can drop us a rating on those services, and it will help us get reach to other people take your time chris i get am. it out don't worry about it I know i'm you, trying to you care about reach with your t-rex arms so i do especially halo that. reach it's my favorite thing to reach for um what reach around and wrench it off <laughs> that's how it sounds by the way yeah. <laughs> um yeah the most important thing if you really like the show you should give us a five star rating if you hate the show Four stars. It really hurts us when we see four stars, but we respect it. Chris, we I want take to point it in stride again, and we move on. That's if this, if the high rating is five. Yes. Basically, if it's <laughs> 10, nine, if it's a plus, then a, it's not hot in here at all. Oh, John's I'm being sorry. A diva. Yeah. Sean. Sweltering. It's, it oh, is, I'm it sorry. Is warm in here. Maybe you uh, should think about, maybe you John, should wear polos on Tuesdays. Or, or maybe you should, you know, not show up in your work clothes. Two hours and 10 minutes. They appreciate you want, it. You hear this? John wants to leave. No <laughs> one's telling you, you can't bring a t-shirt with you. Okay. Uh, pretty boy's hair is so, so good still. You should see it. Uh, He's such but a diva. That said, as always, oh, if you diva. want to write. Okay. Uh, that said, if you want to write in your thoughts, you can do so by writing them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at weeklygameschat and also on Facebook at weeklygameschat. You're really we- being wordy. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> we trying to We literally just out. said all this stuff and John's going to fight you for it. 
You want to talk about the All Star Game real quick? That's on tonight. You know, so. it really should. Uh, hey, let's go. The All Star Game and Home Run Derby commitment really sh- right here should be around the, uh, I believe, the Fourth of July. Thug America. life, thug life, thug life. Independence Day. It's really weird that they put it away from that. You know what? I think every instead of we should replace the Nathan's hot dog eating thing. With the All-Star game. Yeah, like yeah. at noon every 4th of July. John, it should be... you know who won the Home Run Derby? Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm. Close. Bryce Harper. Yeah, Thanks. that was pretty close. Was... Defeated everyone in Heads Up. Yeah, that's what I just said. It was awesome. I, I literally just said that. He now won. I know how I know how John feels now. Uh, apparently, the, the your, your best friend in the world, Josh... Does not like the Bryce Harper. No, a lot of Freddie Freeman fans were not too happy. See, last John, night. Freddie Freeman is. Um, <laughs> that said, folks, until next time, um, you should probably go get Octopath Traveler. Uh, and after that, I'll simply say, game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. Come on. Game, game on, Johnny Bear. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the SBs are tomorrow night. We could watch that. Uh, your mom's up. box. <laughs> Don't ever give up. Uh, peace out, everybody. <laughs> Till next week. <laughs>